Session is a podcast that displays the black man's perspective in society. Session is hosted by three black men. Myself, Valley G, Travel Martinez, and Queso. We touch on real life topics like politics, music, culture, and values. But more importantly, we have thought provoking content. Our goal is to have three authentic perspectives. We're not here to play it fair. You could agree with us or not. Hell, we invite the rebuttal. We know the podcast will be for everybody, but hey, this is us. Session. Two G's and a pod with a side of queso. It's not Brett Favre. No, but funny enough, right before, like, like 40 minutes before I left the crib, I was like, go figure. Some shit would come up about Kells. But it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it fell into the favor of. Mm. My argument, but that, that music still, that music still stands, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I say you got to support the artist, but that shit still stands. All right, so, so Tank was on Drink Champs. And that's the clip where he's just like, listen, I don't care what none of y'all say. Nobody can tell me no different. Can't none of you other niggas rock with me? But Kells is the king of R&B. Point blank, period. Kells gave me my credit for the falsetto. Like, yeah, man, it's great how you do that. But he was like, I give the props to the man. And they kept making sure to say they are separating the two. But he's like, listen, when it comes to the music, there's, there's nobody else up there. Who made, who else has a, I, can, I believe I can fly? Who else has one of those? Like, who else has a sing-along to bring little... <laughs> listen, for the skill, for the, the skill of making R B music, the world's listen, greatest at what? Listen, what making R and B? He never said that in the song. He didn't have to say it. Yeah, because I take that as anything else. The but listen, greatest. Jordan never said he was the greatest, and people give him that accolade. Yeah, I, I don't have gave to. It to him. He gave it to himself. I'm but, the world's greatest pedophile. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the okay. The Piper, that's, my boy. that's maybe. Hey, hey, that's maybe. Wait, <laughs> did you hear about? All right, so listen. There's like this group of people that be on YouTube and um. They do their own catcher predator version of stuff, oh, and there's a particular group where like they be going ham, like they be breaking people's windows and like slapping their tires so they can't go anywhere. Um, so apparently they caught this one guy, called the police. He ended up getting off, and then he came back and killed that guy. So mm. recently, I think like last week or two weeks ago, um, one of the guys that you know do the predator thing ended up getting killed by the guy that they were trying to convict or get convicted mm. yeah life crazy is crazy man some people some people just don't want to go down so he was just like oh okay cool just turn from a pedophile to a murderer right no but for like the skill of r&b yeah r kelly may be the top bro but he, i did they he, are one in the same no he wrote fortunate for maxwell but he also wrote man in the mirror <laughs> listen if you that just I take no that's he, he really, yeah no he did you know he, he wrote, gave him that credit yeah and it's about like, it's about an underage girl being pregnant for the skill he's elite surface level we just talking about surface level all right the music we're just talking about the stats because when you just like i said skill set wise ability right songwriting like i said it gets there's a deeper darker criminal link but if you just take it for what it is that's it's amazing music so for tank to go out there and say like and obviously, Tank's like, yo, listen, I know I'm great. Like, it's not, it's like it takes nothing away from me to sit there and acknowledge somebody else. Mm-hmm. So to go with your same argument, Valley, mm-hmm. 
you being the, you know what I'm saying, the, the Kells representative that you are <laughs> for the music. <laughs> only, only the music. Only the music. It's like, yo, okay, funny enough that that would come up. It's, it's still a recent conversation if they were to have somebody up there of, uh, of that caliber. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is of a high caliber to sit there and say, hey, listen, like, it's, it's hands down. You can't, you can't debate that. Nobody can take that away. Okay, so this brings me to a... Uh, I'm going to segue from that point. Really oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not Man in the Mirror. It's um, You Are Not Alone. Oh, okay. Mm. That's, that's R. Kelly. That's what that's okay. about. Okay, all right, so yeah. I like, I like you. He feels okay now about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nope. still wrote it. Look, I still wrote it. I had to correct myself. You wrote a smash for Michael... A smash from Maxwell, mm-hmm. and I think there was another one where he had to give it away because he said his point. He had to get that song to Maxwell. Like he wanted to keep it. He wanted to keep Fortunate, but they said in order for you something in relation to your deal, you got to give this song up. Mm. And that's like one of those ones for Maxwell. So just like he just has those. Mm. Oh, here you go. Here's a hit. I just toss you that. Mm-hmm. You got this one. I got, I got plenty. His freestyles are better than than most people's careers. I mean, the trapped in the closets were a little, you know. But were you know, entertained? And oh, even, yeah. Uh, that means, there yeah. was one I saw recently that I saw a clip of trapped in the closet where he's walking down the street with, like, a friend of his, and he runs into, like, a pimp. And I forgot the pimp's name, but he's playing himself walking down the street with his boy, and he's the pimp. Pimp Lucius? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I burned a hole in trapped in the closet. <laughs> I, I, I thought it stopped at some point. That nah, must have been, I like, chapter, like, 95. Like, I didn't, I didn't see that far down the road, but I was like... I felt like he just went and freestyled this whole segment of, hey, I'm going to walk down the street, I'm going to run into myself, myself as a pimp, and this is the conversation. Now that I ran into myself. <laughs> and then he picked a pimp out of all things to be, like, in the soul. Maybe it's like a conversation with his inner most thoughts. No, but you remember how he had, yeah, he had a pimp. pastor, he had himself, he had, like, he had so many different characters, he just kept bringing the story from one stage to the next, to the next, to the next. So somewhere in one of these chapters in one of these books of... This series of, of closet activity. <laughs> yeah. Closet activity. You got you no, got a you no got a pit, you got a pimp at work. So I'm sorry, I ruined your transition. Uh, so yeah, that that, that leads to the next question. Wait, wait, First wait. of all, let's introduce yeah, him. He yeah, started yeah. talking on the mic. We didn't even introduce him yet. So we got Rico in the building with us today, man. What's, Yo. what's going on, Rico? How you doing? Yeah, what up? What up? I'm, I mean, I'm chilling. It's about time y'all brought me up here. <laughs> so, I kind of I kind of named this podcast. I need to get the first invite. Damn. So back to his origin. You know what See, I didn't know about that. See, if I had known yeah, that, I would have been said, "Yo, listen, yeah, I, sh- I should have been the first slapping. up here." Well, you know, we had to save. You know, we we had to get it right. Save, you know, <laughs> can't say the best for last. Got you somewhere in the middle, though. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even get the end. I didn't get like the the sign off. I got you, you in between. You right in the middle. Uh, Somewhere in the middle. No, I appreciate um, it. Might as well kick off these quick hitters. So because of Queso bringing mm. up the, the Kells uh, argument, I always said this thing like, talent doesn't choose morality. What do you think? Do you think that's true? Because I feel like Kells is Expound. Perfect. You said what? Expound. Okay, so in my opinion, I think Kel, R. Kelly is a, is a perfect example of that. Very talented musician, right? Great, great at his craft, great at what he does, great songwriter. But morally... You just, you know, I'm, I'm not a supporter of men going out here fucking underage girls. You know, I, I, I can't, I can't align with that. Align I, with the music. The music is great. It's phenomenal. To me, like, you're a great talent. But 
your morality, like ta- the talent doesn't choose morality. They don't, they don't align the same way. Sometimes you find the most talented people in the world are like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I think it's a curse of being highly skilled. I, I, don't, mm. I, don't, I don't think those two things are necessarily correlated within the person. I think it's more so if you are highly skilled, people allow you to get away with things. And the world opens up to you if you're highly skilled. So if people can make money off of you, then I'll let you do more than I will if, you, if I can't make money off of you. Mm, that's different. So you feel like the leash is just a little bit longer. The, the leash is longer. It, I mean, like, pick any sport, pick any entertainment, pick any field, business, whatever. If you are the top of that field, they'll let you do whatever it wants because you're going to make the money. So it's not necessarily like because you're highly skilled, you are also flawed. Everyone is flawed. It's ways. just your, your, your leash is longer. Right, so you're just gonna at some point you're just gonna do whatever. So you have more opportunity. You have more opportunity. Okay. Some people, if they weren't the caliber of person that they were in their particular field, couldn't go waving pistols on Instagram live <laughs> and then give, give them exactly. another chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, some people just aren't capable of doing that. You know what I mean? Some people can't possibly be uh, suspected of of doing a drive-by and murdering folks and then go catch touchdowns, like, the next day. Or stab someone. You know. Become a pastor. It, <laughs> you know, certain, certain things just don't happen to, you know, you win a championship, it kind of just, or, or, or you go achieve some sort of high level of success, you, you go drop a chocolate factory and then, you know, some stuff gets swept under the rug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it, just tends to, it just tends to be like that. Like, for example, if someone were fighting dogs, but then they went out there and threw for 600 yards, like eight touchdowns, and they won a chip, I'm pretty sure that the endearment would be at a different level. You don't feel like Pete is coming for the ass, though? Oh, they'll be there, but they're going to be overlooked over, uh, by the fact that this man just broke all kinds of records and brought a chip to the city. Mm. Especially gonna, if it's a city that ain't really won nothing that's, in that's, a really, really long time. In a very long time. They'll probably have, like, dogs on the shirt along with, like, you know... If you win a chip, other kinds of like championship uh, phrasing, you know what I mean? He got the dog in him. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I mean, you don't even have to win the chip. Karl Malone still get love, and his story is crazy. Yeah, they love him in Utah. Was that more so known at the time? No, it was known at the time. Mm. (laughs) People have known at the time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think. I don't know how known it was at that very time. Like, is it something that kind of, for example, Mm. when? When uh, oh, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank. When someone went down for using quaaludes and drugging women and so on over the course of time, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That was something that had came out at one point in time, and at the time, it wasn't as big a news until a comedian was making jokes about it, like, "Oh, y'all know that happened? Like, yeah, that was a thing." And then it resurfaced because sometimes the timing in the country really does make sense when something is a bigger deal and when it's that's when that's when the tide turned though but people knew about it think about it like with Kells Mm -hmm. Chappelle show had that bit correct for years years before he got locked up correct he didn't go down to that uh was that lifetime special or whatever got dropped yeah he didn't go down until the the tide turned document series whatever the document but everybody everybody knew Correct. Like they knew yeah. about him and Aaliyah. Yeah, we are. We yeah. are like they were on BET. Like people knew about them. Just nobody did anything. Yeah, yeah. The tide just has to turn. That's all. But the timing also lining up with where you are, maybe in your like stardom spectrum. You know exactly. what I mean? Like the timing lined up and it overcame his level of stardom. Like okay, everything finally caught up. Had he been lesser of a star, 
mm-hmm. same amount of content that was already out there as far as people knowing. Mm-hmm. Getting them out of here much earlier, much sooner, for sure. So you don't think like the public outcry necessarily impacts that? Like, I feel like you can look, you can go back 10 years and say, okay, uh, like mental health wasn't as big of a thing as it is today. If you Correct. go back and look maybe like 2000 to 2010, like it wasn't nearly as big of a thing. It wasn't. But let me tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. If a man won five championships and then is drinking, runs somebody over, gets a manslaughter charge, and then wins a sixth, as unfortunate as it is, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit more it's suppressed. About, it's all about the money. You're going to be if like, you make me money, money, all is forgiven. Like, yeah. oh, that's messed up. But we could pay off, oh, we could pay off this judge. Yeah, that's, that's right. what it is. We could pay off this lawyer. You remember when, even people. when accusations went out there about a, a very popular female artist, you know what I mean? She was doing certain things and people had saw her come up and certain things and they got endeared. She got by, too big. She got, got, too, big. got too big. So by, by the time, time, by the time yeah. that all of the rest of the, the slander, the, machine, the machine whatever, already. whatever it is, true or not, by the time that that came up, because some people, even if it's not true, if you're not big enough, sometimes the lies will be a lot louder yeah. than whatever the yeah, truth is. So once it got to a certain point, it didn't even matter. Mm. Way too big. You're already at galas. You're already at number one hits. You're charting. You're doing all these things. You're a personality. You're on talk, you're on talk show TV and so on. You are way too big for this other stuff. And that's why we're in the morality sometimes. If the money's there, it's harder to catch folks. And we've already seen, like, you know. Is it really harder to catch them or are we just turning a blind eye? I don't. Hey, listen. I, th- I think a combination of both. What's buddy who died in prison? Uh, or whatever the case is, the billionaire, and he got that island and all kind of stuff. Epstein? Look, we will never know. Who knows when? Who, I, I don't know if you can never say never, but we're not going to find out. There's too much money. There's too much money that is tied to that situation mm-hmm. to sit there and really be like, okay, cool. This is all going to go down. Like, it would, it, would, it would take an absorbent amount of truth and, and proof. And, and even then, they'll blame AI. <laughs> <laughs> nah, ain't no way. Ain't no way, ain't no way that was me. He didn't do that. Right there. That's my fingerprint and my social and my phone number and me on the phone and my voice. And Still nah, ain't me. None of that. The none things you could do with AI, though, I mean, it might actually not be that person, though. I've seen some crazy things in the field. Well, especially now that they're, uh, it could be them, but it maybe wasn't them in, the, in that actual present moment, right? So now... I think movies and TV shows, like, if you were in a movie or a TV show, they could use your actual image and, like, present it in, in another movie that you actually mm, weren't yeah. in. Doppelganger. Yeah. I have That's seen crazy. some real wild stuff where they did something. Like, I saw somebody on IG put a 21 Savage face on Ariana Grande. <laughs> and wow. they were singing Ariana Grande songs in 21 Savage voice. Oh, my <laughs> God. It looked pretty. I, like, I, I said, Somebody is a monster online. <laughs> like, what is wrong Why? with you? I mean, today they did a whole live-action NFL game through Toy Story. With the live, right, a- right, live action. Open, yeah. As in, the Toy Story is exactly what's happening on the football field. Yeah. Really? In real time. Yeah. It's like, AI is, saw, AI is crazy. It's here. It ain't good yet. Nah, it's not. But it's only gonna get better. It's only gonna get better. You know, version three. Um, yeah, until it gets like version fifteen or something. Like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't draw so, fingers, bro. So, 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 so it's, gonna do, it's gonna do like AOL. their eyes look a little crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got like six fingers, seven. Like fingers. if you tell them to like make up a picture of like someone eating pasta, they don't know what to do with the fingers. They'll draw like eighteen fingers of like someone eating pasta. Like so, they, they legit don't know what to do. So it hasn't perfected that. Nah, for some reason. That, that what, area. Why? Like that's weird. 
Fingers are hard, bro. Fingers out of all things. No, like, eyes at, too, though. Eyes look a little crazy. Yeah, like, you could write my whole resume, but you can't. As an artist, the fingers are like the hardest thing mm-hmm. to, to draw. Mm-hmm. Fingers and eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know any artists you draw. I used to. <laughs> Once upon a time. What? Fifth grade? Uh, you were drawing Dragon Ball Z characters? All the time. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's the black man thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, Pretty certain of that, but yeah, as things as things go along. But to answer your, uh, to go with that, that's that's sometimes what it is. Talent may not choose morality, but just like that, every industry, circle, country, any group is to some extent or to a large extent a microcosm of society. Mm. So if you have enough people, you'll probably have somebody from every kind of, walk of life. background or different yeah walk of life within a certain thing, whether they're talented or not. Fair enough. That was a ten minute quick cutter. It was. You got one? <sighs> I think I do. All right, so um being a black man, you do identify as being black, right? Are you asking this to me? You just gotta make sure I these mean, days. <laughs> 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 Yeah, some people, you know, you could be white these days. You could be a death. Nah, my my, my people are from straight off of the slave ships. So, right. As in, like, my dad still, I mean, my granddad still owned land in Alabama from slavery. Like, right. I'm black, black. Well, it depends on the paperwork. If you identify as white by the paperwork, <laughs> I saw somebody with a video, and he was like, "Listen, I went and filed the paperwork. I identify as this, and <laughs> things changed for me." All right. So what are he looked like you and Bruce, but he was like, but all paper. But first of all, <laughs> we are two this different colors. This is what it says. Well, okay, like in between. I'm like the front in the shadow. I'm like, you know, there's a whole another shade over here. As long as you know, nah. In between. Who? No, I'm not. Like, nah, the guy. Nah, but he was, was like, like, hey, listen, I went and filed the paperwork. I want to change this stuff up. And then, yeah, treatment. The treatment per that was different. No, I mean, I think treatment is always different when it comes to color, but, you know, that's a whole nother topic. Um, but being uh, black, uh, what do you feel like are some things that make you anxious about being a black male that you can't necessarily communicate or speak about? Uh, I feel like just being present in any environment brings anxiousness to me. Just as far as like, right, Black people are only 12% of America, mm. right? Yeah. So even when we're fighting for like things on TV, like, oh, there's not enough black people, if they were to draw it proportionally to how many people are in America, it'd be like one black person for every 10 characters on TV, right? Mm-hmm. So when we go into rooms, more than likely you're gonna be the only black person there or two of 50, right? And that kind of puts the pressure on us to be like the representation of for an entire race at all times. Yeah, and for me, that kind of brings me anxiety, just because like I'm I'm in a mixed marriage. I have two mixed kids, so like I kind of have to like present a certain type of way. Feel like you gotta posture up. Yeah, I got I gotta posture up. I gotta I gotta like kind of represent my race, and then also like teach my kids like yo like it, it ain't yeah it ain't sweet in this world, right? And that kind of just brings anxious. Like you can't just like be yourself. Like you could be yourself, but it's not it's not like you can like have your guards down. Yeah, you're not comfortable at all times. So like, you don't necessarily go anywhere and be like, man, I'm comfortable. I was at Disney yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm looking over like the masses of people, and I can like pick out all the black people there, and you're like, 
if I do anything stupid right now, I'm going straight on TikTok and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that black guy at Disney yeah. wilding out. Like Boyz II Men was at Disney, that whole crowd was all white. He's like, if I go over here and start wilding out by Boyz II Men, even though everybody else is doing whatever they want to do, they all drunk. It's Epcot, so they drinking around the world. Yeah. They all drunk. Let let you be the one to be too drunk. You be identified. And sometimes <laughs> it's like there's a good reason for. You may have he all the reason. Whatever type of way, but it's like I can't. In the back of your head, you're like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So yeah. you, feel, you, at times, you feel like you represent the whole culture in a sense. For sure, because you are, regardless of if you want to accept it or not. Like the same thing they say about Russell Wilson is like, we all have a little bit of Russell Wilson in us. It, uh, if you work where we work, we all work in corporate America. You ain't the person you are in your home at work, hundred <laughs> percent. Like that's I don't care who you are, and if you are, then congratulations to you. You are locked a box that we all try to figure out. We all got some Russell Wilson in this, bro. Like ain't nobody out there just a hundred percent themselves. And I work in the most open field where you could you could be yourself, right? But it's like you got you got to learn how to play the game. So what you're saying is that most people are Russell Wilson, and only a few people are Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> There are very few Marshawn Lynches, and that's why they love Marshawn Lynch. I, I wouldn't say most people are Russell Wilson. I think he kind of goes overboard sometimes. But most people are playing the game for sure, whether you're code switching or changing your voice or, like, any. it could be literally anything. Like, people dap up different, differently. Yeah, somebody told me the other day was like, your work voice is different. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah. Like, I see you more at work now and... That ain't you. That ain't you. You don't speak like this. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm such a. Sometimes it just happens because we're so. I think like accustomed to having you, to do it. You seen that episode of Southside where where oh, Buddy God. was like the politician? He's like, yeah, yeah, you didn't talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Southside. Southside was great, man. I'm mad they canceled that. That show was great. It was yeah. funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what was the place? No problem for me. It would. Was it Renaissance? It was a Renaissance. Like a it was, it was yeah, like fake Renaissance. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, they did cancel. You know what? I'm going to go off on a tangent real quick, man. Sure, yeah. Fuck HBO Max because they've canceled <laughs> Southside, they've canceled uh, Game Theory, and they just canceled fucking Winning Time. I'm like, I'm done with you niggas. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, yes, yes. They ain't making their money. I ain't watched season two of Winning Time, though. It was better than the first. Mm. I'm going to be honest. Magic said don't watch it, so I ain't want to watch I feel, it. I feel them. I understand why. But that show was damn near entertaining, man. As, as a Laker fan, I can't watch it, bro. I feel you. I watched season one. It's good, though, bro. <laughs> you might as well watch season two. It's so good. I was going to say, you already, you already... I watched, I watched season one. It's, can, it's canceled anyway. You but might as well he said, ahead. don't watch it before you watch the, the first the group, one, so why the not watch it? The group chat forced me to watch it, right? And then the group chat stopped watching it in season two, so I stopped watching it in season two. I'm, I'm going to tell you... Well, since it got canceled, now you might as well now go ahead gotta and watch knock it. that out. Season two is better than season one. Now I'm good. They got some moments in there, man. He said he's good. I know my Laker history. I know I know my Laker history, bro. <laughs> Laker fan since '98. I'm loyal to the soil. Yeah, but I mean, they did a great mm. job of of the evolution of Coach Riley and Pat Riley. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that man is still alive. He's still alive. You had to let that be known real quick. Hey, you've seen the moment where Magic argued with Bus about firing the coach. And getting it done and asking for the trade. It's some good moments, man. I really recommend you watch it. But fuck HBO Max, man, for doing that. Um, these niggas have canceled. And you know, it's three black shows on top of that. That's that's the real issue I have with it. Like, 
y'all canceled three of the better black shows on the damn streaming app. I do not give a fuck about these little. I do not give a fuck about these high school kids. Oh, I thought <laughs> that show is massive, I'm though. Say, I'm about to say something else. Like, Let me reach that real quick. I do not give a fuck about these high school about kids. To get pulled off. <laughs> Easy. Pulled do not give a fuck about these high school kids getting high. Okay, doing all types of drugs. I think one of them died too. What show was that? Uh, yeah, Fast. Euphoria. There you go. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, I had a feeling I was like, you must be talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, man. So fuck HBO Max for that. But um, Rico, I, uh, my last quick hitter for you is I. This is one I kind of developed over the course of maybe like five episodes. Um, everybody has different triggers, or everybody has different uh, needs and wants. So my question for you is, what would be the conditions it would take for you personally to sell out? It depends on what you're calling selling out. See, that's why I like this question. It's subjective. So this is for you. What, what, by, by your family's standards, your friends' standards, and the people that you know, what would be considered selling out for you? So for me, in my head, when you say selling out, uh-huh. that means when I lay my head down at night, I'm like, I don't need nobody else in this world. Okay. So that means, like, I'm accepting that it's just me and my household mm-hmm. versus the world. So for me to do that, yeah. it's not a thing. So there's no set of conditions nah. that can ever be because, thrown out. So I'm the type of person that's content with what I am and where I'm at, right? So uh, I don't necessarily need to earn a million dollars. I would like a million dollars, but my life goal was just to be happy with my family and chill out, right? So I'm content where I am now. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for me to sell out. Right. So unless you're going to say, like, gun to your mom's head or something, sell out or we're going to kill somebody in your family. Nah, there's no there's there's no reason for me to ever do that. So right. You don't feel like there's anybody that could ever come along and say, hey, you know, we're going to offer you X, Y, Z in order to compromise your integrity. No, nah, because I'm already successful. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you only need to compromise yourself if you're still striving for something. And while I have personal goals that I'm still trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. I'm not striving for it anything like if i if i just like kick my feet up and stay where i'm at for the rest of my life i'd be pretty straight off right so it's not like i'm in need of anything like for my birthday i didn't ask for like i I haven't asked for any gifts since i was like 13 right so it's like i've never been the person to like want specific things or like oh i need a big mansion or oh i need to take big vacations or anything like that so for me there's like no incentive to forever selling out because there's nothing you can offer me that I just can't get myself. Let, let me ask a, a very simple question. Why? Hmm. What you mean? So you said, like, for example, right? Because you come across somebody, I don't need the Ferrari. I don't need the Lambo. I, don't I would like it, over. but I don't need it. <laughs> Have you ever drove one? But I don't need to. Need? No. Needs? I mean, like, all you need is, like, what? Food, shelter, and water. Like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like, yeah, there's certain needs, of course, mm-hmm. just to, like, live and survive. But being a human being, you know, there are things above survival. So when you say you don't need those things, that's one thing. Oh, no, I have luxury things. Okay, okay, all right. So, so what do you want then? I don't, that's the thing. I, I don't want for anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't, like, for me, if I'm good, if I'm well off, I have enough money where I can save for whatever I need to be, for whatever I want, whether it's something frivolous or, like, something that I actually need for my own health. I'm in that position now. So it's like, there's nothing you could offer me at this point where, like, 
I was like, oh man, if I sold out for a billion dollars, I can go do this thing. I could do that thing now. And if I can't do that thing now, I just don't want to do that. So if you had to like send a dick pic to your mom for like front row tickets to the Lakers game, you're like not going to do that? I can buy those tickets myself, my boy. <laughs> I was looking at those prices the other day. <laughs> like, I don't know. They, no, they, no, they expensive. I'm not going to go out and do it. I'm, I'm about like Lakers Magic. Money. I'm talking about like, you know, <laughs> talking about no, like Lakers know. Warriors. No, I was, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to, you know, yeah. Talking about I was like, going to sit, you sit right next to Rich Paul. You're like, I can, I can swing that. But what does that do for me? I can watch the Lakers game on TV. You could, but I'm not asking you that. But do you also want? So maybe, I went to the once. So maybe that's like a question of like I know we talked about this a couple of pods ago. He's a needs, I'm a cool. But I think I think in most situations, I would hope to believe that people sell out for like a like a big reason. Like But they don't. <laughs> yeah. They don't. They'll sell out for likes. But you know, but to them that's clout. a big reason. People people be they do anything for, for clout. Like, oh. The time uh, doing I anything mean, for clout, we, we hear it right, but no, like, no. It, does it really we see it, happen? Bro. Yes, it's absolutely. On, no, on, they do it on the internet Dang, every sense. day. Hmm. How many times a day? You can you can count it. Hey, but Takashi six nine. Hey, question. Let me oh, let me ask you this: You ever seen you ever seen a show series or a movie called Jackass? <laughs> okay. Anything. That's that's straight clout. So, it just, yeah, it, but it, I feel it, like it just those worked. are a different, you know. <laughs> no, it works. Group of people. And listen, there's a rapper, right? Yeah. That went to a show. Uh-huh. In a diaper. Who? The, the baby, baby Jesus. Who? Wait, y'all said two different names. The baby Jesus. Who's that? It makes well, sense. I'm yeah. confused. The, the baby, baby showed Jesus. up in a diaper. Really? Mm-hmm. At, to a concert? Yes. I believe it's South by Southwest. That's his whole marketing play. That's why he's called the baby. It was a marketing play. Now, some people you can call it. That's a lot. Call it what you want. At the time, but it worked. Some people you can say, oh, that's 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 doing too much or whatever the case is. is some people got, I don't know. I don't is know. That really that's selling? marketing. Okay, that's okay. Not you, you can say it's more. Okay, well, let me go further. If you say there's a difference between marketing and selling out, so when people start using demonic phrasings, showings, Doge. symbolisms, and so on, what would that be considered if that is not your belief? Is that not How sell- do we know that's not their belief? Okay, well, then what, what would you call that? If you have one, if you are showcasing one perception and view and things, and then you go over here and you're showcasing other kinds of viewings and things, would you think that that's some level of selling out, selling your soul? It's still some kind of selling, as some people might might quote it, phrase it, and so on. Mm. And we've seen that from other people that are in that in that space as well. Baphomet heads and certain symbols and certain things. So it could be nothing. It could be something. So does a sellout always have to be attached to something where you're being like blackmailed or negotiated with behind? No. Not. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say that necessarily. I guess that's how I was looking at it for majority of the things. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So, so now I could be just be easily saying... Uh, just going against your beliefs. moral compass. If, if, if a woman were to be enticed and they say, hey, if you sleep with this person, I'll, I'll give you a number one. Mm. If that is against your, I guess, moral code, you'd be selling out in order to get something. Yeah, selling out yourself. I, I feel like most time when people are talking about selling out, they're, they're talking about for their particular race or group of subsections. So like mm-hmm. in your situation, it'll be more like, if your manager came up to be like, I don't want you ever hiring another black person here. And if you do that, I'll give you this raise. Mm-hmm. She feels like, let me get that if, money. If, if, <laughs> if you're like, all right, cool, that don't really affect me. Like I am the black person here. That's mm-hmm. selling out because that's selling out your race. Like it's more like, yeah. it's more so like, would you make this 
sacrifice for your betterment to the detriment of so someone lot, else. There's definitely levels, I guess, to it. Um, yeah. Oh, you can always sell out for the greater good. You know what I mean? You can sell out for the for always flip it. Like you don't have to necessarily sell out for yourself. I know who's selling out for more money. <laughs> it, it, it ain't me. <laughs> you said twenty bands. You said twenty? Twenty bands? Just not to hire nobody for a year? Shit. Yeah. When do I start? How many of y'all would take that? Do you need to buy some people too? <laughs> twenty twenty grand you can't hire another black person for a year. I wouldn't do it. For a year. 20 just ain't enough. 20 grand is only like only like $300 more. What's, what's the number? He said it's only, it's only a year. 20 just ain't enough, he says. I, I don't... Um, 100K. Brand new house. I mean, house, and, house and Dr. Phillips. Get in there, but... No, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just one of those things where it's like, I feel like my... I consider it. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like karma would be like... Just waiting around the corner. Like, I'd get a new house, and then, like, a hurricane would come or something. Like, Destroy I don't know. It. Like, yeah. Then the news report comes. Right. Like, <laughs> CEO, blah, 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 blah. All types of leaks. You get the, uh, what's his name? Uh, from the Supreme Court is getting that flack right now. Um, Clarence Thomas? Clarence mm-hmm. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> we pulling all types of documents. Okay, okay, but okay. All right. So now, did he sell out to make sure that he continued being a, re- a representation for people like us, or was it for a monetary, you know, was it to keep his position in order to keep making a, a change? No, no, no. He sold out because he went to Yale, and they treated him like he didn't belong there, mm. and that's when he sold out. Mm. Like, Clarence Thomas was actually for, like, if you look into his history, he was actually for I, black I, people I, I, early I, on. I, I, in the beginning. I, I, in the, the beginning. Whole, the whole slow burn, uh, it's like five episodes about it. So, I, yeah, keep continuing. Carry yeah. on. Carry it, on. Yeah, it, in the beginning, he, 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 he was, was for black people. Absolutely. And then he got to yell and felt like uh, an outcast. Even then, kind of after, after going through yeah, a little bit after, history, yeah. I don't think it's his... I don't think it's as a, I think it's more of a nuanced conversation than just him being on the other side. I Always. Think yeah, I think, I think it's, it's more of a story. Of it's the linchpin. Mm-hmm. Him being an outcast is the linchpin of him shifting courses. That being manipulated and also using the manipulation for his benefit, too. Because, you know, like, uh, I want to say one of his one of his donors or somebody owns his his, his mom's house, mm-hmm. you know, owns, owns a bunch of real estate. Uh, and plans on preserving his his, um, his childhood home as like a, a museum or a monument, you know, based on his um, history as far as being, you know, the second representative of uh, African American descent in the Supreme Court. So take that for what it is. Mm, you got to be careful, like when you make decisions like that, because it may not necessarily affect you. But I believe in generational curses and. You don't know what you're setting yourself up for or your family for when you're doing stuff like that. Um, I feel like money doesn't necessarily fix any issues. I just feel like you have more money, you have bigger problems now. Um, you know, so I really, I kind of lean more to the side of Rico, where it's like, you know, if I don't, if I can't necessarily get it myself, then it just wasn't meant for me to necessarily have. I don't need it, but. I don't know. Pre- present it right. 
Dress it up properly. Hey, hey, hey. You know, look at all these zeros. I mean, I mean, like the number one thing I preach to my kids and anyone that I try to mentor is like make a decision and live with your consequences. Right. So if you're going to take that deal, you made that decision. As long as you've thoroughly thought it through, and like, all right, I can live with that consequence. Some people can live with the consequence of the rest of the world may be, may hate me, but I got billions okay of dollars. I'm to be the villain in this story. Yeah. Yeah. Like you okay I, I can't live with that. Half the time. Most of the time. Yeah. Not the villain to my race. I could be the villain to a person. I, I can't be a villain to the entire black race. I can't do that. A wise man once told me everybody is somebody's villain. Yeah, but not a whole race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to one person, to saying. 10 people, <laughs> to like imagine, 12% of America. Like, imagine. That happens sometimes to people like, who want to go for the greater, like if you're trying to do something for the greater good, like, okay, maybe I can't tell you up front what it is that I'm doing. And right now what I'm doing may not look like I'm trying to help you right now, but I'm doing more on the back end. Who are those people? Very wealthy. <laughs> but who are they? <laughs> well, there was, a, there was something going about with like, when they were talking about like uh, Michael Jackson and Prince. Mm-hmm. Prince always stood on his principles. That's just how he got down. Listen, I'm an artist. And then I was a man formerly known as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, he went through there. But Prince was always very upfront with what certain things. While Michael also did do a lot of things that also would help people on the back end, it wasn't necessarily as put right in your face to say certain things. But on the, but, but on the back end, what he was maybe coming around to doing before the world tour and the setting up a, setting up a label to put all these different artists and to give people there to do all of that, that would have been something that if it had happened earlier, you would have been like, oh, look how pro us he is in this regard up front. But that's just different methods. That's not selling out, though. That's, that's, to, Mar- to that's Martin versus Malcolm. To that's the, not selling to out. The public, though, the public perception could be correct. you selling out. Because the, yeah, you could look at... I just finished watching the George Foreman movie. You could, you could watch... Uh, it was a segment in the George Foreman movie where they felt like George sold out because he posed with the American flag after winning his gold medal as opposed to throwing up you know, the black power fist when he was being awarded anything, right? Now, I don't think he's selling out by accepting the gold medal or not, but that was just the feeling during That's what, 1964 or whatever during that time that, hey, man, you selling out on black people because you ain't out here representing for black power and black unity. But who's... Okay, so yeah, I mean, that, that makes total sense, and I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But again, like who who are these people in society? To you're saying he's selling out. I I could name probably ten different ways that these people that say he was selling out be selling out. Like at the end of the day, like are we really looking after each other, like as a community of people? I would hope so. I think so. You you, you hope think so? The Alabama Brawl said we did. Huh? Uh, I mean that. <laughs> I said the Alabama Brawl said we did. You know what I'm saying? In that instance, yes, but. In general, in life, you really feel like we're out here looking out for each other? I would say, yes, the media just doesn't show that. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, the media is after you. I will say, like, living day-to-day life, like, we're all in a black fraternity outside of Queso. But, like, we we we, we all interact with other black men and, like, it hasn't been a negative experience. And we all pick each other up, right? That is the black experience in black community. That's just not in the forefront of what you think every day. Like, I think we're rare. 
I think we're those rare Pokemon. No. How about that? So, so all right. So There's the, a lot of Weedles out there. Like, so, all right. There's a lot so of you Weedles. Could, you could disbunk a lot of the things that they say about black people. Like, for years. Like, the black woman is the most educated person in America. Right? So, Raleigh, at the top of highly educated. The black dad spends more time with their child than any other dad. Yep. Right, yep. but you, but statistically, yeah, but you, you would just things. think like, oh, black dads aren't around. No, it's not. But, it's not a stereotype. Yeah, it's like the the stereotypes are at this point outdated, and no one's ever like challenged. It. We haven't challenged anything since like the eighties. Have you read a history book lately, like recently? Nah, but my kids are in middle school, so I'm, I'm gonna have to soon. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what a history book would. Be. Oh, they don't revise so that. Let, let me they don't revise they say about books. Trump. <laughs> We're living in history. There's yeah. gonna be a history book with Trump's face on it. I mean, that's and, crazy. And, and the pandemic. That's so. crazy. Boy. Yeah, like I really want to see what what's being said and all of that. And we, I think uh, Wendy talked about this when he was on. Um, where it's like we kind of have to like tell our own story and he was telling us like how his kids um, were in like daycare or like uh, school and they didn't have a they didn't have a like any, yeah, I was any rep- all right so yeah. I could kind of see you know like maybe just more as a people we have to do a better job at telling our stories yeah. versions of our our stories because I never knew that those statistics that and I'm were. I'm like I'm on the side of like f your kids. Like, like he, they're doing like they the Michael Jordan school of thought. Wait, <laughs> explain, explain. Okay, so like they're doing these things in Florida oh. with the with the premise of like, what do I tell my kids? Mm. Like, tell your kids whatever you, you want to tell, tell them. They're your you, kids. you tell them Santa is real. You tell them about the Easter Bunny. So just tell them whatever you want to tell them. Why do I That's like? True. Why does everyone else have to tell your kids? Like, oh, we don't know how to talk to them about such mm. and such issue, but you talk to them about everything else. Everything else. Like, those are your kids. Like, raise your kids. Like, you already teach them, like, your racist belief, uh, beliefs or your religion or what favorite sports team they like. Like, you, you tell your kids everything else, but suddenly when you it's... Can't you, you can't tell them that black people were, <laughs> were here. Like, a black man made the stop sign. Like, like, like you can't tell them that type of thing. It's like, like, F your kids. Like, tell them whatever you want to tell them. But for my kids, I'm going to tell them what I believe to be true. So do you tell your kids about like Santa and Tooth Fairy and stuff like that? Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I got girls, man. It's, mm. it's different. <laughs> he said, "I got girls, man. I got a lot of them." Yeah, I got, I got I, <laughs> just every so. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta make their life rainbows sometimes, mm. especially when they're younger. All right, so let me just throw that out there since you brought that up. There you go. Um, are you the type of parent that? Like, I feel like some parents out there teach their kids or raise their kids in a fairy tale world. So not necessarily situations, but like the whole world. Like, you should be catered to. You should have this and this. No, I'm not. I'm not that type of parent. Okay. No, I'm. I'm so. (laughs) uh, My household is a very competitive household. Right. So I, I raise my children to compete, even if they don't want to compete. Right. So, uh, for example, I don't let my kids win anything unless they 
actually won. Actually win. Like you're not like. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like. Yeah, you're winning. No, if, so if you, we play Monopoly, you, you, you get lost. smacked. Blocks <laughs> your kid's shot. Yeah, no, no, no. My my kid, my kids know if we playing Mario Party, I'm winning. Like I'm, we compete, right? Uh, it's just about knowing your kid and how significant how, how significant is it for you, right? You can lie to your kid about Santa. That I mean, that's not going to do anything for them. But if you're going to but if you're going to lie to them and be like, no, everyone loves you. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. That's, that's not life, right? Yeah, so I, not. I, I, I try to pick and choose my battles with my kids. It's like, all right, I can let that one slide. Like, okay, you, you don't quite understand what this thing is yet, but you're also not old enough where I want you to understand it. Mm. Versus like some kid is going to come up to you at school and try to bully you out of something. Mm. You need to know how to react to that. Like everyone ain't your friend. Yeah. Everyone you talk to online ain't your friend. They will try to scam you. Mm-hmm. Those type of lessons is what you need to teach your kid. Whether or not they like like a certain cartoon or something or something like that. I mean, you can lie to them about that. Yeah. There's some people like in my adult life that I run into where I'm like, boy, your parents did not do a good job because I don't understand like how you have this thought process at all. No, I've recently just started, uh, me and my wife just started doing, like, family meetings that we try to do bi-weekly. So it's, like, just kind of give our... Y'all, t- y'all tapping in. Well, well, the thing is, like, like, I, like again, I, I have two girls, right? And one of them's 13. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of at the point where it's, like, I got five years left to kind of <laughs> t- to teach you before you're out in the world. Yeah. Like, before you hit that college age. So I kind of got to the point where it's, like, I, I could see, right. like, you're a little bit sheltered. So I, I have to make sure you're educated on what the real world is. So, Because we've all seen those girls in college that yep. don't know nothing about the real world. That and first, then that first semester is, they get smacked. Dude, literally. <laughs> right? So it's like, at some point as a parent, you kind of have to go, like, am I doing my job making sure you're, like, a successful person in society? Mm. And if not... You, you got, it's on you to change it. So that's where I'm at. Um, since you're a parent, I, and I want to ask you this question. Uh, I heard a parent say this the other day. They said, it's important for your kids to see their parents fail. What do you think about that? Do you feel like that's something that's actually important? Uh, yes, but the way they try to explain it, I was think it's it more of how they hand how they handle failure. failure. But they say it, it humanizes more so your your it humanizes the parent as far as the kids' uh, view of the parent because you know you view your parents like at some point in time when we were kids probably viewed your dad or your mom or somebody as being like invincible. You know what I mean? Or they always being right. You know what I'm saying? So for particularly to the word fail. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. it is very hard for me to fail in front of other people. So that's so that's not something I do well, for yeah, my kids. Because that, I think men, I think us as men, just in general, we tend to take L's in silence anyway. Like we don't really publicize. Yeah, I take I take all my L's okay. in silence. We well, if not, okay, losses. if not saying maybe failure might be too strong of a word in that case. Make mistakes. Yeah. So the thing I so the thing we do try to preach to them in our family meetings is. Your your mother and I are just people, mm. right? So in those meetings, we're like, you know, we went through this. This is what happened to us. Like we are we're regular people. Did you know that your dad did this? Did you know your mom did this? Or like we like verbatim say like 
you know, we're just regular people. Like, we're your parents, but we are also, like, people you also need to get to know. And, like, you realize, like, your parents also have stories. Yeah. Like, at some point in your life, you're, that, like, that switch hits, and you're like, oh, yeah, my... Did this happen? Yeah, like, I didn't know that. Like, you ever just sit and ask your parents, like, when did y'all meet? Like, what, what was going on with y'all? Like, like at the, those periods and times, like, as children, you don't necessarily think about, like, your parents as just regular people in the world. Mm-hmm. So we try to make that, like, con- like a cognizant idea for, for them. I think what's good, I mean, I don't have kids, but I, I, I work with them. And I feel like, um, I feel like, People need to see people react and handle things in certain ways. And I feel like when you shelter those reactions, like you don't really show your emotions or like talk to your kids or talk to people in general. Just like it's okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. It's okay. Like you're going to own your mistake and this is how you're going to fix it or whatever the case may be. Because in reality, that's where you have the kids or people just kind of holding in their emotions and then they don't know what to do with it. And then we get crazy situations. I feel like. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to know that your your parents are human. Like Kevin Hart, like famously talked about his dad getting like beat up in front of him, and then afterwards, <laughs> like, like it's like, oh, okay, you, you just, did tell me, you did it's, tell it's a whole different story now. Like you know, you can tell me to take the trash out. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll get Fred to go get you. The <laughs> <laughs> give, give me the trash. <laughs> give, give me the trash. <laughs> You even know, get free for me. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, uh, I'm in a space now where I have, I get mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. So from being around different uh, mentors and people in my field, uh, my mentor talks about, he's like, listen, like you don't compare my, my level 40 to your level two, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For one, because who you see right now isn't who I was eight mm-hmm. years ago, 10 years ago. I had to develop this person. I had to get here. And then even though you see me here, don't put me on a pedestal because there's like three levels. Either you can idolize someone, you can demonize someone, or you can humanize someone, right? Mm -hmm. So if you hold somebody to a certain standard and they don't meet that standard, it's easy to demonize that person for Mm -hmm. making mistakes because you're like, if you're so so and such, if you're so high up, if you're you're so big, if you're so all of these things that that you credit to someone who can't make mistakes, once they make one, you automatically think, that you're on the outs now. Mm. Like, okay, you're doing this to me or whatever the case is, and now you've you created an enemy. You know what I mean? But as long as they're, the idol is doing idolistic things, then it's kind of fine. But if you just humanize them, hey, this person can have, you know, like they can have great achievements and they tend to achieve a lot, but at the same time, when they don't meet that, okay, cool, this person's still a person as well. They're still learning, growing. Uh, making the best decisions that they see at the time, looking to figure things out and so on. Because if you put yourself in that same situation, how would you perform? Would you always be able to make the right choice? And then who is it right in the eyes of? You know? Or so. is making the wrong choice multiple times? Like, is that necessarily uh Even if someone does, check this out. If someone, if I still wouldn't, the idea isn't to... If you demonize someone, if someone keeps on making the wrong choice, maybe that is just something that they are still weak at. Maybe that weakness is not yet an average or a strength for that person. They just, they just don't have that ability or are showcasing that ability in that time. Or they don't see it in the way that you see it in order to improve it at that time. Or they just don't know how to, yeah, like that, or they don't like, know how to cope. Like, so, like, for instance, right, let's take this drunk driver, right? Mm-hmm. You have a drunk driver. They keep 
doing the same thing. They get in their emotions, they start drinking, they think they can handle themselves, um, end up getting a DUI or whatever the case may be. So I know there's a story Valley was bringing up the other day where, um, what is it, Texas has a law now? Yeah, yeah. So do. Texas has this law now for drunk drivers where... If you if you kill a, uh, a, a parent, um, the state of Texas can now put you on child support uh, to finish paying off that child's basically uh, financial needs until they turn 18 years of age mm. as a result of you killing their, their parent. DUIs has got that much more expensive, but it's understandable. That's a lot, though. I mean, that's fair, because, like, the state, otherwise the state is responsible for that, mm. right? So that money got to come out of somewhere to raise that child. So it's either the taxpayers or it's you as the person that well, killed like, their parent. Like what, like, what if they took it out of that person? Like, if that person there, like, listen, you got to pay this. I don't got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, like, Do you have a life insurance policy? Mm. We're gonna take. We're gonna make you have to pay for them using your policy that you were gonna keep or for yourself. Or you go to jail like, mm. if you quit your job or something like. Like if I'm not working. Like you're looking around, like, hey, listen, somebody died. Okay, like, cool. Transfer. Mm. Like this girl might be like, you know, like she's two. I got another sixteen years. Like I don't know. Like. That's... I mean, but you robbed that child of sixteen years of their parents. Correct. That's true. Off the decision that you made. And yeah. and we'll see how far that goes. I think that the intention of it could be beneficial. But there's people right now who aren't paying child support. There's actually someone I was talking to recently that said that child support is unconstitutional and that there's some, there is, there's a, there's a, 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 loop, a, deep, a, a deeper uh, reason. Well, if it's not even necessarily a loophole, just imagine if something just were to be made common practice that isn't necessarily right based on the, the letter of the law. I personally don't have the depth of it, but they said, I said, hey man, more power to you. <laughs> I, he might be coming from the point of like more so of, I'm get, like you know how typically men get the the heftier brunt of uh, a split between parents or something like that. I think that may be where he probably is coming from, because if both of you guys laid down to make the child, then you know why is he the only one being charged a certain amount of money a month? Maybe that's the perspective he's coming from. Potentially, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was just more so. Hey, what I what I found in my research is found some way that this is how things line up or whatever the case. I said, well, power to you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, if that works out for you in your case, like, Hey, I try, I, I made the attempts to be there. I made the attempts to do all this, to put the time to do all these things. Yet this is the, I'm being punished for still being a dad and so on looking into that and seeing like, Oh, I shouldn't even be on this based on these reasonings. So there's some case somewhere who knows? Because some things like, you know, when you when you set precedent, it might have been set as a precedent in a one location based on certain circumstances and so on. I don't know the depth of it, but who knows? If that being the case, somebody was just like, hey, this is how we're going to do things now. And you just switch over and then you come to find out after enough people start doing the quote unquote right wrong thing. But mm-hmm. now it's just normally established that that's just what we do. Who's to go back and normally we don't go back and we don't normally go back and slay myths, you know? Like, I'm reading a book now called uh, Killing Sacred Cows, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about myths that we kind of treat as Law. the norm and laws now and so on. So he talks about let's kind of get, get rid of these myths in thinking based on different uh, financial perspectives. And, I was just about uh, to ask you, how deep does that get? Oh, it gets busy. It gets into, like, does it touch on, like, the religion aspect at all? Nah, it's, it's, not, it's not religious at all. He just talks more to the people's beliefs. Because think about it. If we have certain beliefs 
that were put into place based on the Industrial Revolution. Mm -hmm. How much has this economy changed since then? But yet, if the thinking hasn't evolved out of something that came out of the necessity of a certain time, why do you still believe that? Like some people still maybe have the belief that they can save themselves to being wealthy. They can save themselves to being financially, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, financially free. Mm -hmm. Are there some cases where you might be able to do so? There might be. But then he also gets into the, to the mindset of scarcity and abundance. Mm. So scarcity thinking is just save, 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 save until you get to a certain point and then you're trying to live off of just this certain amount for who knows how long. Right. You're not really kind of moving that money around, keeping things flowing, focus on income so that you can enjoy a, a greater quality of life. So I like when you said earlier, hey, listen, I don't need a million dollars to have that. Now, if a million dollars provides you with the options, the quality of life and the happiness that you want for yourself and your family, then absolutely. But if, if that's not it, then fine. Other people, their visions, dreams, and goals are of the sort of, hey, listen, like uh, Eric Thomas said, hey, I need to be a billionaire because of the things that I want to achieve, not only for myself, the legacy I want to leave, the impact I want to make, the people that I want to help. There's, it's, my vision is so big that I, I need this mm-hmm. in order to make this happen, you know? Like a dream is a, a dream is the things that you want, but the uh, your calling is the things that you need. You know what I mean? What what am I what am I called to do? Oh, I need more to be able to serve more. If that's what. So you know, so you do are. you feel like that and the mindset that this law in Texas <clears throat> is being like developed that we'll start to see more more new, I guess, ways of living and how to handle certain situations. So, like, right now it's the DUI thing, but tomorrow it could be, you know, you murdered somebody's parent, you're, mm. you know, you're doing this. Um, you know, it, I, I could just see that evolving in, in so many different ways um, where now we have, like, a set of new society standards that we live by. Um, and I guess, like, who, you know, like, how as the people we let them be regulated? Like, do you feel like there will be more of that happening? I, get, I think you, can, you could get to the point of being on like a slippery slope. Because think about it, if somebody does an independent act, mm-hmm. right, They're indep- they independently go and act on something that ends up taking the life of someone else. Now, both families are being impacted by that situation because if that person is no longer in the picture from the person that's no longer living, mm-hmm. and then the other person's no longer in the picture because now they're in prison, mm-hmm. but now that family has to be able to pay the debts that the 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 individual made the individual made for the other family then i'm wondering how it go i'm wondering how that goes but a dui i'm thinking that if that person doesn't serve any time or if they do have funds resources or whatever the case is i know people who've gotten duis and they just get points in their license their insurance goes crazy and uh i mean i think it does it does make some sense that there might be some financial obligation to the family I do, I do understand that because it's a matter of choice. Like if you hadn't drank, and then got into the accident, that that could have caused. Because I mean, people get into accidents without any alcohol or drugs involved. All the time. That being yeah. that being what it is, but it's like no. But you made choices to be inebriated, and to take this action to get there. So maybe it could deter further. I think there may be some. I don't know what the noticeable drop off would be. Uh, that could lead into some other things. Like hey, if you take these certain actions, like there should be. You know, just to how much more can we levy on people to try to minimize the activity? Mm. You got to be responsible for your actions these days. Mm-hmm. Cause Who knows? Not. They might go into robbery and they say, hey, this person was traumatized. Now you got to pay for the therapy. <laughs> Damn, 
Wouldn't that be crazy? I, nah, I can see that happening. Yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, you can sue for anything. Anything doesn't mean you're gonna win. But yeah, yeah, don't mean you're gonna win. You, know, you still gotta prove it, right? I mean, not necessarily. There are cases all the time that happen where if it is cheaper to just pay you off versus going oh, to court, yeah, then they're just gonna yeah, go yeah, ahead. Like if it if it would cost me twenty thousand dollars to prove me right, or ten thousand dollars for this to go long. away, mm. I'd rather give you ten than have to waste another ten just getting to the point. That happens all the time. Yeah, I know that happens a lot of time in healthcare. Happens all the time in car insurance. Mm. Put me on. They put OJ <laughs> in jail for stealing his own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can sue for anything. I mean, other stipulations in there as well. Other stipulations in there. Like, well, I, according to the law, he went to jail for stealing his own stuff. <laughs> I know if, you're not, not, if you don't allow somebody to leave... Hey man, you got my stuff. Kidnapping. <laughs> <Listen. laughs> hey, 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 it's you my stuff. No, no. I'm so saying I can't leave. Uh, I'm I not saying he's not can't judging leave. nobody over here. With, <laughs> the world's greatest over here. <laughs> top flight. <laughs> top flight is what? Top flight of the world. Top flight Craig. security of the world, Craig. I'm glad y'all knew where I was going with that. <laughs> what else we got on the on the list, Valley? Uh, you heard about this Kevin Porter Jr. misconduct? Did read about it. Oh, I was going to get into it earlier. So what I was going to say beforehand is I looked at this list. Wait, I don't know none of this stuff that's going on right now. I was like, yo, this I might quite go. possibly be the worst list that I've seen Valley come up with. I was like, okay, cool. Listen, I was going for a minute. Now I'm back for the drop off. You know what I mean? I said, what, the, what is he talking about? What do you mean? What do you mean? Really? Really? I, I knew Javel, I knew Javel wasn't going to have a list. He might have had some stuff in the tub. So I looked at this list and I said, this is what we on today? I thought about not showing up. I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, well, definitely trying to get me fired. Did you see your list? Oh, yeah, I saw the list. This kind of cut. I saw the list. right? I ain't going to say all that. I'm just saying. I said, kind of. Look, I ain't say full out trash. I have other interests in why I would want to talk about these topics. Oh, so so you stand by these? I don't think wholeheartedly, but I think he pleads the fifth. I plead the fifth. That's what's on. Javel, Javel, what do you what do you think about this list? Um, is it just me, or does it list a little shitty? Listen, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here I, for I, I I I did ask a question. I said, are we adding to this? But in in I normally don't do this. But in Valley's defense, I didn't have anything to add. <laughs> That's so, why early, so I just I've been and here I just, and I added two things to the list. You, <laughs> you did. <laughs> you didn't even get the original list. You did. You <laughs> so if we take off two. Uh, if you we could pick, back if up. we could pick two items. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what items would be removed <laughs> on the list? And I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now. It's nothing that was. It's the last two, bro. Those are the ones that were added. Of course, that would make sense. Yeah. Of course, that and would I didn't have those. Mm. What? I mean, I, I can pivot, y'all. I, I can produce the show. Yeah. Listen, that's what y'all want. I can pivot. Listen, y'all. I'm gonna tell you right now. We haven't even gotten to this just now, and we're <laughs> wherever we are right now. Because <laughs> in my mind, oh, that's I thought, a reason. Li- oh, I thought that. Listen, so let's just you, go ahead and go as not, far. Did you not see my right? last text to you? <laughs> I was like, but it could go. Yeah. Anywhere. It could go <laughs> We can go down the street if you would like. Because yeah, I was like, if this was going to be a fallback to it, that could, you know, could be an afterthought. That was, that was me personally. But then I was also like, before, same as you, I said, before I say it, let me find something else. <laughs> <Is this what laughs> you did you get anything else? Is this I, did, you, I, I had a couple. 
Wait, is but also you, I added in throughout. Is that what you, you know? wanted to talk about before? Uh, I actually could have brought it up earlier, but no, nah, I did come to mind. But I was surprised. You, we can we can pivot there. I'm sure we're gonna circle back around to it. This sure? Don't this forget, sure. I'm, I'm really I'm, like, I'm really like intrigued. On what on what else I thought of that that Valley no, didn't no, have no, on his no. list? Where you were like, um, no, that was the statement. The statement. <laughs> no, no, no. no. This nothing. list kind of. That's what you wanted no, to talk yeah, about. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is what y'all were talking about today. This is where we going. This so is it. You're like, I can say this on the pod. I can just. I, I can say this now. I can say this on the like, I can say this on the like, like pre-production. Let me tell you, this is a little trashy. You know what I'm saying? Or like mid-show. Like, okay, hey, we got a groove going. Oh, this is the list. Okay, now that we get into it. Valley's like, next time, just tell me before. Y'all don't understand the anticipation it was for him to say that. He walked into the room like. I got something to talk about. Should I talk about it now or should I wait till we get on the pod? Everybody said wait for the pod. That's what that was. But you but you had a pivot. I mean, I have several pivots. So how 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 deep do y'all want to get onto y'all podcast? Because I have I have light and then I have like serious questions. Deep dive. Go ahead, man. That's right. We can hey listen, at some point it actually what I did have to add that you had right there does in some way get back to what you mentioned about Kevin Porter Jr. It's in the field. So I had a, a philosophical question I've been trying to answer. I love philosophical that, questions. I, I don't know if that's the right word for it. It's just a question. Uh, does, does it matter who gives you the information if it's the correct information? Oh, I love answering that right there. And uh, let me tell you right now, philosophy means for the love of wisdom. So I think that if it matters, yes, because people are people. So they're going to judge where the information is coming from. Wait, wait, wait. But, you said philosophy means the love of wisdom? Correct. Okay. So information. So at the same time, I received get great game from some people that maybe people wouldn't have received that from. Like, uh, for example, so when Valley and I, you remember when we stayed, uh, when we stayed at that apartment and we had that neighbor next door, very old, maybe 60 something year old white guy. One time he came over there and he's sitting there talking at the door. He got no shirt on, he got no shoes. He's sitting there talking to me. And I'm looking at this door and I'm like, why is this man sitting here talking? <laughs> but I let it go on longer because I'm like somewhere in here, you might have a jewel or a gem for me. As it went on, I realized, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> However, not I was, was open to the fact that you might, because everybody has different experiences uh, and, and things to be able to offer. So if it's truth, like, it's easier to accept some truths from some people. So, so here's, here's the scenario. The literal devil tells you, don't go down that road. You're going to get slapped. It's the 100% truth. What do you do? But you're gonna to listen to the devil. The devil used to be an angel at one point in time. It used to be. It, the devil ain't always wrong. Yeah, it don't mean he lying to me. Is the devil? Well, if the, the devil, devil will always steer you in the wrong direction. I mean, so like this is a question that wouldn't happen because the devil wouldn't necessarily tell you the right thing. Like he would always have a motive. But like, say someone you know for sure has the worst intentions for you. See, I feel like your question more leads to the: Do I want the message or do I want to shoot the messenger? Like, I don't really care who's giving me the message. As, as long as the message is correct, like um, or some sometimes yeah, yeah, we've all heard this, we've all heard the, the expression that hey, right message just wrong messenger. Like we don't want to hear yeah. from mm. this person. You know what I mean? Or sometimes like, uh, how it's delivered. But some people don't listen to the message at all just because of the messenger. Yeah, correct. I mean, but some people some people come online to fucking uh, so, argue and not learn anything. What, you know was, what, I'm saying? what like, was your original question? The original question is, does it matter who's giving you the information yes, if the information is correct. Does. does it matter? Yes, it it does, because people will gauge the messenger in order to receive the message. Oh, yeah, often. Does it matter? Even if it's the correct thing. 
It, yeah, it'll it'll matter. Should it? However, in theory, it should it? That may be a better question. Is it, should it matter? It, should it? it? Should it? But it does. In reality, it does. I agree with Kay. In reality, it does. I think it does matter. It always will matter because at the end of the day, if I'm considered a person with a negative mindset or a negative perception that people have of me, and I'm delivering a message to people that is actually correct and truthful. Is that something that should be coming from me or should that be coming from Valley or Queso or somebody else who has a better image or a better track record or something like that? Like if we're trying to like your, your, your story of if everybody in this complex right now stays in their building past 10 o'clock tonight, they're all going to be gassed. And I'm a negative person and I'm known to be a liar. Y'all are not gonna leave your your building. Yeah, I'm You're gonna be like, <laughs> you over here lying again. Boy, cry but wolf. If yeah. somebody yeah. else is like, yo, ten o'clock, yo, y'all better be out because you know you're gonna die. Like, I'm out at eight o'clock. Like, I'm not waiting until yeah. ten. People have varying levels of influence. Mm-hmm. So maybe you might not you might not have the the influence or the charisma to, or just maybe even the experiences. Like you like you said, you might be wrong a lot. It's like I ain't gonna say that you're a liar. <laughs> I was gonna say, bro, you've been wrong a lot, man. <laughs> I'm gonna need some more research you because know, <laughs> ah, just, just been so wrong, you know. I mean, we take advice like another thing from mentorship, right? A lot of people, the top one to be a top one percenter in the country, I believe you have to be making over four hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. However, most people take advice from people who are broke. Yeah. Why? That's a good question. You trust them. Mm. Think about it. Your parents. Whatever they're making. If they're not making them a 400 grand, they're not a top 1%er. So let's say that they're, they're not 1%. However, if you were to think about information you've taken, have you received more financial information from your parents or from somebody who's in the top 1%? But if you just met that person in the top 1%, how active are you going to be moving on their information versus what you've been, what's been ingrained into your blueprint financially? Well, my grandma said this, and, and, and my dad said that, and my, my brother did this, so that is... Maybe what's more Common. weighty in your decision making. It's a safer thing to do, though. Yeah, but so is working until you die. True. Sure. Yeah. I, I was just justifying like why people would do that. It is the safer thing to do, right? So if I'm, I don't have access to that one percent, so that one percent doesn't care about me. Versus if I'm talking to my grandparents, they're more than likely trying to give me the correct advice. They may just have the wrong advice. The 1% could literally just be telling you lies so they can stay the 1%, right? So it's safer for you as a human to just be like, well, I know this person. I trust this person, like you're saying. Let me just continue to do what they're saying. I may vet it, but it's, it is safer for me to do than to just trust someone I've never met before. So not really answering that, but going off of what you just said, I've learned probably, well, I wouldn't even say I learned. I, I, I think it's something that I've known for a minute but I've actually acted upon not taking advice from certain people anymore. Mm. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with their advice being wrong or bad. It's just that sometimes advice is giving with the mindset of where they want you to be yeah. or where they think you should be and not 100%. where you actually want to be. Um, and I would say that once I started taking my own risk of what I wanted to do, it challenged me to do more research and to look into things more objectively. And that's probably one a little more where um, Kesa was going with it, where it's like, okay, this is what you're telling me, but this is the reality mm-hmm. of the situation. So I think 
um, you know, it's definitely a concept or something to think about and to consider. It's like I was just around somebody yesterday and uh, especially so I'm in financial services. When it talks about legacy planning, money and so on, there's certain kinds of conversations, right? Caribbean culture, they have a certain viewpoint on those things. So speaking with somebody who is more elderly, they're just like, oh, no, don't do that. that. Do something. Not going for it. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting there just sitting there thinking like, I asked, I opened up a can of worms, had a good feeling that this was going to go this way, but was hoping it wasn't going to go this way. But yet here we are, just knowing that this isn't going, this isn't, this isn't getting the results that I was hoping that it would. But you tried. Definitely tried. That's all you could do. That's, that's why afterwards got a long, I'm talking about a lecture. And afterwards, it was just like, well, I, I did my part. <laughs> I was like, I respect it. I understand. I understand how you got there. But uh, Valley, what are your what are your thoughts? Um, the greatest example of, of that question I can think of is like people that try and suggest food places to me. Hey, you should go eat here. You know what I'm saying? It's a really good restaurant. I'm following. I'm following. It's a simple example, but nonetheless, it just proves true. Like, <laughs> I give you one shot. You know what I mean? If you ref- if you give me a reference to somewhere and it turns out it's terrible, never taking a reference from One me. shot? Or maybe one if you're, shot. Maybe if you're a food. Like, you know, it could be you. I'll take that chance. Nah, he's like, yo, but, go to yo, go to Fogo de Chow, man. I heard they got some great steak or whatever. Ain't you vegan? <laughs> Who shoots 100% in everything, though? One shot. Right. You just got to be right if you recommend me. Check bro, one out. shot. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give at least two. That's two. I, I think that's fair. So you, I give you double the chance to fuck me up. <laughs> Fool me once. Or the chance to go 50-50. Like, if the first time I was wrong and the second time I'm right, now so even. that's why he stopped asking me for restaurants. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> one right. shot. <laughs> Yeah. It could have been a bad day. The chef hey, could have been right. The head chef could have like, been out. Hey, the variable everybody, is everybody, not me all the time. Everybody gets one, bro. Everybody gets Correct. one. Okay, but what all if right, Spider Man? What if what if the variable was actually the restaurant and not the person giving you the advice? Well, it's unfortunate. It I'm is because you know what? Because I've had that experience with uh, two places. Funny enough, when I came in here, you had PDQ. Me personally, and I throw it out there. I like PDQ more than Chick Fil A. Right. Right. It's close. Hmm? It's close. All right. Me personally, I'm like, hey, listen, maybe it's because PDQ's newer. So I'm just like, oh, new wave. I'm over here. However, the PDQ by me is better than the PDQ that I went to that's over in this area. Mm. That just happened to be the case. So I hyped up. Yo, listen, I like PDQ more than Chick-fil-A. This is the spot. Cool. Go in there. And I was like, this isn't as good as the one by me. You know what I mean? But now I got to cop a plea a little bit and say, hey, next time we're on my side of town, maybe there's a difference. And I've had the same thing happen with Chipotle. The Chipotle on my side, uh, Chipotle somewhere else, just it just wasn't. Nah, I, I feel you about that. It's, um, it's like, man, they, there's not as much care, not as much, you know. <laughs> it's usually boils down to not even the food all the time, just the energy, the the service, um, all of that. Cause uh, location. Yeah, cause there's a wing spot, uh, ATL Deli, mm. right here. I, I I go, I love that place. He swears by it. But there's another ATL Deli that's in another area, and I went there and like. I did my normal that I would do, and like I got yelled at, and was like, "No, you need to. This is how you do it." And I'm like, "Wait, what? This is different." All right, got my food, and it was just off. My whole experience was off, and I would Nothing. never go to that one. Nothing I always tell people, "Go to the one on Orange, mm-hmm. not the one in Pine Hills." You know, <laughs> like, nah, and nah, I nah. think that all of us can maybe relate with this one because, as you said, that I'm like, "You're absolutely right." 
Not everyone makes the pub sub the same. No. Hundred percent. No. Not everyone. And if not you're not tossing my tenders not in a bag, like some if people you're not will. taking the bread out the middle, like nah. Yeah, they don't. They don't even cut some up the pe- uh, tomatoes. That's that a, way, man. Are you gonna cut the tomatoes? <laughs> are you even gonna slice up some of the spinach? Hey, yeah. I, I got mm. it. Okay, cool. Are you putting spinach on? Which, which what's the order? Order. Yeah. yeah and like, some people just do it differently. Yeah. That's what I mean by location. It's like for me, I live in a college town, so I just have to accept all my food is going to be half-assed. Mm-hmm. Yes, college kids don't care about no, they nothing. They don't care about none of that food there. They like, I just need to check. Beer, liquor, whatever they consume, and that's it. Now, nah, if you, you, you want to eat that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, okay. Well, yeah. So if, if you somewhere where like it's actual adults there that need that paycheck, they probably going to season your food up right. But like college kids, they not they they not there for that. They like, I'm here for the check. I got class in the morning. Here, here go your food. Here go these cold fries. You just kind of have to accept that. <laughs> Reheat them bitches up your food. <laughs> Throw them in the air fryer. Right. <laughs> but I'm all, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it could be, you know, it could be variables. So give those people their trust back. Nah, nah, bro. Give you one, one, one shot. One and done. One and done. What y'all time looking like? I, I, I got another one for you, but I don't know what y'all what time looking like. You good, man. How, how often do y'all question the person that you are? As in, how Daily. how often, li- literally down to like, why do I do this okay, one nah, particular that, thing? Maybe not that deep. How often? See, when you say this, I, 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 when you ask that question, I'm like, I'll do, I, I'll do this thing in the morning where I look myself in the mirror and, you know, you got to kind of like talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like a pregame. I feel you. I'm following. Like, you know, I'm talking myself in before I go in and get, get my day started or whatever and I feel like within that process, I'm probably questioning myself a little bit. Like, hey, you know, you are the man who you, you are who you say you are. But how often? Like how, like how? Yeah, how often? Like how deep? It, it don't have to often. be the deepest thing. The word often. You know what often means? Well, often is daily, but I mean like. Often no, is a frequency. Often is just how, a frequency. So, so once like a day? How, how deep of a, like how deep do you mean as far as like questioning yourself? Like it, can, it can be literally anything. As in like. Why, why do I get a fade when I get a haircut? Like, mm. it could be literally anything. Like, for me, I, I question myself, like, so I know myself so well that it gives me the ability to be like, but, but why do I continually do that? It's like, why do, I, why do I get a fade? Like, it's like, all right, I remember the day I switched over to a fade, it was for this particular reason, and I continually to do it for X, Y, and Z. But doing that for almost everything in your life is like, all right, why do I wake up and hop on the game versus why uh, versus waking up and reading a book? Mm. It's like why why are those your go tos? Yeah, your go to. I feel like I self reflect weekly. Um, yeah, self reflect is a, is a better word for it. But I feel like there may be particular situations that I may handle, and I'm like, damn, why did I do that? You know, like I'll kind of. I feel like I self reflect weekly, but then there might be like certain situations where I'm like, okay, I need to like step back and kind of like evaluate the situation. Um, however, I don't think that really started happening until like, I don't want to say a traumatic situation because it wasn't traumatic, but there was a certain time. I'm, it, Trauma to get there. It, it was a certain point in my life where I was like, yo, I really feel like I compromised myself. And that's when I was like, I need to self-reflect more. I need to, like, I'm not perfect, you know? So, like, I need to, you know, as much as advice I'm giving others, I need to give that to myself. Um, so, yeah, I would say I would say at least weekly for me. 
And do you find yourself changing that thing? Or do you are you just reflecting? Or are you actually like, all right, here's how I'm going to... Yeah, so I would say reflecting and then putting things into action. So, like, I'll... Like, I've been trying to work with how I... I can be very dismissive to people. And it's not necessarily because of that particular person. It's just be like, I don't want to talk about it right now. So I'm not going to talk about it. Or I thought I was handling a situation the correct way. And then in retrospect, I'm like, oh, I might have been really dismissive. Or I might have made this individual feel a certain way. So let me follow back up on that. Um... I'm learning to be a little more expressive towards people. So just like I may think something, but never really vocalize it mm-hmm. to the individual. So there's a lot of times where I'm just like, it's good. It feels good when I hear certain things. So I'm pretty sure other people want to hear yeah. those things too. So why don't I return it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just trying to work on those things. I don't. I don't question my. I'm, I'm getting into the habit of doing so more now as far as maybe why. But why has always been, or my why in general has been something that I've been questioning for, I can't even tell you how long, maybe like over a decade easily, just as far as the why I do a lot of things. Like why, why am I here? Why, what, is, what is my purpose? What is my calling? What is my next? What is my vision? Just questioning that. And maybe not coming up with an answer, so then maybe just kind of focus on now and next. Or like what to do or just kind of going with the flow of things so still trying to figure that out because mentors groups other people that i'm around they have this concrete why and i'm like dang how'd you how'd you get there like how'd you solidify and settle on that like is that the only option for now and even hearing from some people like hey like once they've accomplished their why they're just doing until they've recognized the next why mm-hmm. you know like okay i'm here to take care of my family do x y and z but it's like okay and then what like, okay, all right, cool. I, I did that years ago. Family's taken care of. Everybody's set. Now I'm just going to work until that next thing presents itself, itself or until yeah. I, I get into there. So from a frequency standpoint, it's, it's not often. It's more so looking at where I'm at now, where am I heading? More so it's not questioning myself for why I've done what I've done. I guess if I am questioning that, it's just to figure out what is the... What is the, the, the enemy to be attacked or the crusade to be on or the thing to do that will be fulfilling and be living in like in my sole purpose? So you do it more so like a, a problem solving method versus just like a like a heat check. Correct. For sure. That's fair. I'm even I actually there's a book now and there was a couple questions in there that um, I'm reading Good Leaders Ask Great Questions by John Maxwell. Right. And chapter. John. John. That man's, that man's amazing. Uh, but he was, it's, a question, it's a section, it's a chapter in there that said, what questions do I ask myself, right? Uh, are you investing in yourself? And I was like, I am, I do. How so? Uh, who inspired you? And the who is something that maybe I can get more specific in. Because I know I have these different like, inspirations from different areas, but I haven't necessarily like, locked them in to just answer it. Like, oh yeah, I kind of, these are the people who inspire me or who have inspired me. It's kind of spread out. Uh, am I adding value? And that's something that I know that I am. It's just a matter of reminding myself to keep that. Like, okay, if I'm in a conversation, if I'm, if I'm making a connection, I'm looking to add value. Am I doing so? And uh, am I taking care of today? Just in general. Are you, are you making the most of it? Or are you making something of your daily uh, disciplines and activities? And, being, and giving yourself grace for the times that you may not fully do that or for the limit of what you've done for the day. That's fair. 
What about you? Um, more so lately has been, so this question spawns from uh, a shift in my, my brain, so. Uh, a paradigm shift, huh? Yeah, uh, so in general, I do it a lot. Uh, it's kicked up more so recently, just cause like, so me and my wife had a date night, right? So we go out for date night, it's a, it's a big date night. So we drop our kids off to uh, my in-laws. So it's just us out, we go to the dinner, they stick us in the back room, right? So I'm chilling, I'm, I'm, I'm like a non-confrontational person, right? So stick us in the back room, it's a place we've been, we've never been to before, so it's our first time. Food is trash. Food is trash, but it's a date night, so we're, I'm making the best of the situation, so we vibe it out. It takes an hour for us to get through the dinner with trash food to the point where, like, the, the server is like, man, like, I don't know what's going on with the food. Like, you guys have been sitting here forever, but we're chilling. It's, it's fine. It's a date night. My wife gets sick. Mm. So, but not off, it's off the food, but not like the food is bad. She, she's just sick, right? So now... In my head, I'm like, yo, this is the worst fucking date night, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because of me. Like, we're off. So it's like this culmination of things where it's like, we dropped off the kids. It's supposed to be a really big thing. It's kind of like a dud, right? Mm -hmm. So now it's 8 o'clock. We're in bed. We're watching TV. In my head, I'm like, yo, I kind of want to go out and do more stuff because it's a date night. Like, I should be, like, kind of be that guy for, for my wife. Like, <laughs> like I want to be lit, right? During that date, my wife goes, I'm an introvert. And like in my head, like it never clicked that that's the person that she was. So the entire time, we, like we've been together for like years. And the entire time, I'm like, there's something wrong with me on our date nights of like why things kind of like click where like things kind of like build up. It's like, oh, the food is bad. This is why the date nights like, but we're both introverts. So I like, in that moment, it kind of clicked in my head. Like, I never even questioned, like... Were you okay with... Yeah, like, like she's just chilling. Like, she's, she's like me. So, like, I, in my head, I'm panicking, like, yo, after a while, like, this is going to get boring. Like, she's going to realize, like, the food is bad, all this happened. And in her head, she's like, I'm just... I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm glad we're out. I'm, I'm also an introvert. And it kind of, like, shifted my brain. It's like, I didn't even question that. It's like... We've been together so long that like, I didn't even question like whether it was like because of this thing or like because of like this personality trait. It's just kind of like you kind of just like accept things the way they are. So now lately it's just like, well, all right, why do we do this particular thing? Like why do why do we both tend to like think of the same way in this thing? So then it, that kind of led me down the road of like, all right, maybe I should just like question it all. It's like it, it's not necessarily like oh something's wrong, but it's more so like. Have you even questioned it? it? Yeah, it's like you grow up and you think things and you don't even like question it. It's like, oh, you gotta wear Polo Ralph Lauren as a polo. But you don't ever question that, like, why can't we just wear a USBA? I mean, I'm not wearing that, but you you never you never question it. It's like some things you just accept and be like just can't be whack. That's, that's what it is. That's the way it is. It's like, whack. It's whack, son. It's something that you always hear, like like through I guess word of mouth or whatever that's kind of taken as the norm like we talked about normal mm -hmm. in society so like something that i question a lot too is um when it comes to like work particularly a lot of people are like yo you have it like you're gonna definitely move up here in this organization this company like you're just 
And like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, what is it that you're talking about? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm just being me. Like, I don't think I'm like, if you really knew what I was doing, like half <laughs> of the time, like, but to the point where I'm at now, where it's like, I, I, I have to like question myself and evaluate myself a lot where it's like, or even like compare myself like sometimes like in an example or a situation where it's like okay like I look up to this person as a leader and they're telling me that I'm just as good as them I don't see that like I don't Mm -hmm. look at myself like that but in reality it's like why don't you look at yourself like that exactly you know so it's like a lot of like self-awareness where it's just like you have to give yourself more credit than you actually do sometimes I feel like that's another thing that I I've been sounds like you dealing need a, with lately. Sounds like you need to unhumble then. <laughs> <laughs> I know who would want to give that to you. <laughs> That's real. I think what's crazy is something I talk about. So I'll be around people and a lot of people like you have they say you have to have an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a person per se, but something to go against. Like when uh when I go to a conference and someone's on stage talking about they have they have such a big vision, a big fight. Like they're fighting against poverty. Mm-hmm. They're fighting against uh, lack of education. Mm-hmm. They're fighting against uh, having options for their children. They're fighting against for, uh, fighting for future generations to be able to have X, Y, and Z. I'm like, damn, it's a big ass fight. That's a big enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just like, okay, cool. So I'm, other, I'm, rock, I'm rocking with it though. I'm, ro- I'm rocking. It, with it, it makes sense. It's just like it's it's so big. But yeah. some people sometimes even just as a as a competitor to have somebody alongside you is kind of like if you pick. If you are, it's like having a running mate that's faster than you. It's like, it's going to make you exceed whatever you're at because now you're looking and you can physically kind of lock it, lock into somebody. This person's that much better than me. If I'm around them, I pick up their habits, their tactics, or kind of get there. I'll get further along with challenging somebody than I would maybe just being by myself, right? And I look at that and I'm like, dang, that's, that's great sometimes when you have it because that gives you an edge. However, when you're saying like sometimes you have to be like, dang, what are they seeing me? A lot of those people are looking to prove other people wrong. Mm-hmm. That, that's the enemy. Oh, you say that I'm not going to do this? Boom, that's going to make me go, go harder to do it. I look at myself and I'd be like, damn, man, like, I know I'm going to get it. Don't know exactly when. God's time is going to be as, as perfect as it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. However, it's more so proving myself and those affirmations that I get and that I've been receiving right. Mm-hmm. That more so being it. Like, they, like, I know. I feel you. Oh, man, I don't know how you did that. Like, me neither, dog. Like, I feel you, man. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm that. You know what I mean? Like, I know it. I'm, and I'm only getting better. Like, I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm still, still doing some tinkering, still see, needing to grow more and figuring it out. And it's like, and if you already see this now, my next version? Oh, there, so there's a struggle with it, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, to the point that you just said, so you finally see yourself at that level or whatever. But Been seen. But now you have to put stuff into action oh, for sure. in order to equal up to that, that level. So, like, I, I catch myself in the situation now where I'm like, all right, you have to now change your actions to align with what, with what you're trying to move towards. So, you know, if you want these things to happen or if you want to see the success or you want to see the growth, I got to do these things. Mm-hmm. But... I have to start doing those things. Like I know I, I'm self-aware that these, I need to do A, B, and C, but 
why don't I doing just do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, I know I need yeah, to do it. I know I need to do yeah. it, but why it, I ain't do it? Faith <laughs> without works is dead. Yep. And on top of that, but when you the hardest place to be in is in a space of not having momentum mm. because it takes more energy to be able to get something for, that's from a uh, standstill to get moving than when that thing is already in motion to stay in motion. Mm. You know, that's like, that's like physics. I'm saying the object of motion will stay in motion until mm. acted upon by an outside force. That not only applies to just everything, like you, you, you know what I'm saying, like gravity, friction, and so on, but as people, if you've stayed in the same place, you're stagnant and you have to move out of that once you get to moving and stay moving and you have some consistent action and some consistent activity, mm-hmm. just keep moving. And at worst, don't, don't, once you have a streak, don't create another streak of not being active. Mm. So somebody, like I saw a, a graphic and it was like, never miss two days in a row. So they were showing something like it was like different circles lined up. One circle was full, one was half, one was an X. And the next one was like a quarter, then it was full. And it kept going, but throughout wherever it was, don't have a streak of missing two days in a row. Mm. Because then now you have a new streak of being still, and then you have to re-engage that energy again to get active to wherever you're heading. Mm. And that's where discipline comes in. Mm. Tyson said, like, straight up, like, listen, like, discipline is everything. Like, like more, than, more than talent, more than, more than passion, more than, more than anything. But if you have discipline and you can do the things that you hate, but do them like you love them, then you'll be, like, like, you're, like you can conquer anything. You just have to stay at it. Whether if you had to do something like if right now, you had whatever your ambitions are. Okay, cool. If I told you the one thing that you had to do for the next five years and you would get whatever you want, you do it. If it took 10 years, 20 years, you'd be like, dang, man, I'll be this age. But in 20 years, your wildest dreams will, will be true. And who will you have become along the way to doing that thing by having done that same thing, compounding those results day in, week in, month in for the next, you know, however long it takes to get there. And that's just discipline. Fact. Talking about, but right. just got got to do it. Nah, that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, essentially everything you're saying is true. Discipline is. It's hard to be disciplined. That's the thing, in in everything. Yeah. Like, uh, I saw. Well, I'm trying to blank on his name. Buddy, who was in the MMA, wrestled bears. Uh, you said beat up, beat up. Um, uh, beat my. He beat uh, Maga- uh, Connor McGregor. Diaz. Uh, no man, UFC fighter. He retired now. Oh man, you don't know. You don't watch MMA. I watch UFC, but I don't know who you talking about. You know, buddy, who Russ, he's he's Russian. He's a Muslim. Khabib. Khabib. Okay. Khabib trains every day, and he teaches his. He teaches the boys. They train something, some kind of training. Yeah, a lot day. of them do that. Like yeah. like every. They day. never stop. It's it's something. Even if it's not the most intense, mm. but the it's practice some is sort of work he, a man has to be strong. So do some level of training. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking about that in that same aspect for him, it's, it's fighting, it's protection, it's just being strong, strong and showing strength. If it's reading, it's improving your mind, if it's doing things, but you're just somehow finding some level of activity. And if you continue to do some level of activity for long enough, the results that you're gonna get are only gonna compound. So do you think like the people who are extremely disciplined in that nature is disciplined in every aspect of their life or just in that particular? Absolutely area? not. I don't think there'll be, now, there's a phrase I've heard that says the way you do one thing is how you should do everything, right? Should do. People, don't, people aren't because they think you're human. You may not do everything across the board at a 10. Mm-hmm. Some stuff would be different. But the thing that you put your focus into, maybe that's supporting your why, supporting your dreams, your vision, your goals. Hey, if I know that I need to read every day, 
and I think actually I, I saw a quote from Patrick Bet David. It was talking about if you read for one hour a day, that's only four percent of your day. Only four percent. Yeah, twenty-four hours. A if day. you can dedicate four percent of your day for the next ten years, that'll put you in the top. If you did, if it wasn't ten or five percent in your field, period. Like no matter what it is, it's only four percent. Like if you give, like imagine putting forth four percent effort in anything at one point in time. That's terrible. Over the course of a month, over the course of a year, over the course of five years, it's just gonna just continue. Like so, so imagine how much further along you'll be. Four, four, hey, I'm taking four percent of my income, throwing it into this investment account. Yeah. Over and and, over. and you're doing it consistently. Yeah. Like imagine if you got paid every day and you took that four percent and you did it every sing, you just did it every single day. Yeah. You invested before you did anything else. And that's the way that the wealthy do it too. Before, it's not like, hey, I invest whatever I have left over. No, I invest first, and then I make everything else go from there. And I stay with it through the highs and the lows. Because long term, where, where do you want to be? You're more likely to end up where, where, you, where you set the goalpost. Interesting. And this was Deep Talk, sponsored by Rico on this episode. <laughs> Look at all that, man. All of that without having to get to that pivot. Look at that pivot. Look at that pivot. Look at that pivot. And we still haven't made it to the list. I'll take that back. We we knocked off like two things off the list earlier. But no, but those are some uh, those are some good stuff, man. I've been doing like like one of my challenges for myself this year is to get through. I want to looking to read twenty four books, mm. and I am. It's like two a month. Yeah. Last year, last year I did twenty. So this year I was like twenty four, including audiobooks too, and it's just. Consistency and the discipline to put in no. a certain amount of time in in the day. You know what I mean? Even if I, okay, if I'm in the car, am I gonna do it in the gym? Am I gonna do it first thing in the morning? Am I gonna do it during the lunch break? When am I going to pick this time to give something into myself to invest in myself? That's the question. Did I invest in myself today? No, I feel you on that. Um, I never. I always knew I needed to go back to school, but I was just always like, question: Do you? Oh, I'm. I'm. Well, for. To get to where I'm trying to get to, yes. Okay, and that's respect. Because um, some people just go because just be gone. Nah, nah, nah. Like, I, I, now I need. I am so opposed to like like if you just going just because. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, cool. You better be just going to meet somebody, make some connections, <laughs> get in some groups, get some affiliates, get to know your you get to know your professors. So, so, like now I'm I'm on that wave now. Nah. You no, if you gonna go, even if it's two years, hey, listen, if you're gonna be there, you better be meeting people, shaking hands. Like like being the mayor of your of your classroom of the of that uh, people need but oh hey that's valley man I walk it hey what's up I know. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, that there. depends on what you're trying to get out of it because so, sometimes you really do just need the degree to just to check that box so they'll give you the money I can agree with that if but the thing is if you're looking just for money then I would say that there are other ways to get money however there are certain professions you where yes like for example box. I don't me personally I don't want no self taught doctor. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I, I just learned. I've been doing this for 15 years. But I, I hear you. I read every medical book. I, I, <laughs> I hear you. There's certain professions like law school, nurses, medical field. Like, I understand you do need to have an advanced education. However, if you're just looking to make money, some of the wealthiest people in existence never had formal yeah, exactly. school. Yeah. Never, never had. Like, I just think if you want to check a box off, you know what I mean? Like, Eric, E.T. again, Eric Thomas. He went and got his doctorate because he was like, in my mission to get the money and to continue to increase the amount that I'm getting for these speaking engagements, it's a whole different bag when you have when a you got, when it's Dr. Thomas. Yeah. It's a whole different bag when you have a number, I'm a number one best-selling author and a doctor. Like, it's like, okay, I'm seeing what the, what the work 
the, the juice is worth the squeeze now. The credibility is there. Okay, cool. I could just be some guy out here who's very, very great at what he does. But there's some other places where when you're a doc, <laughs> hey, listen, huh? Get, get me right. Hey, when I'm over here, hey, man, it's E.T., you know what's up, you know? Mm-hmm. Born I'm over here, Dr. Thomas it is. Absolutely. Right this way, sir. No, I think drive is definitely a motivator or a factor. Um, you know, drive is, is what's getting me to go back to school and, you know, getting these certificates and stuff like that. It's just more of, it was always like, yeah, I know I should do that. I sh- you know, I want to do that. But then I think, you know, you finally kind of cap out to your potential that you can get without any of those things. And then that's when, like, reality hits where it's like, I should have been listening to myself, what I've been telling myself all this time and the advice that I've been giving other people. Um, But, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Like you said, it's on God's time. And, you know, just that dedication is crazy. Like, I'm taking three classes right now on top of working, on top of a certificate. And it's just like, yo, I don't know how people with kids, with a spouse, like dealing with anybody else other than themselves, like it definitely takes a lot of dedication in order to make that happen as well too. Let me ask you this as a parent, and maybe this is probably like a very easy one for you because you can say that, but if I were, or I can maybe say outside of your kids, what drives you? Me? Yes. Uh, I've always had the urge to just be the greatest at whatever I've done, whatever I do. So that kind of what drives me. Uh, and what I mean by that is not necessarily like, I don't need to be Michael Jordan, but I, I need to like, whatever the thing that I'm accomplishing, whatever the thing that I'm trying to accomplish, I need to do it to my best ability. And that what, that's what drives me. So like, uh, I'm doing a specific thing. I've decided to do that thing. I'm going to do that to my best ability. And because I have to do that to my best ability, it pushes me forward to kind of make sure that I can do everything I need to do to make sure it comes out at the top that it can be, if that makes sense. It's like I could be, you know, driving down the street or something. It's like, I'm going to push myself to be the best driver on that street. <laughs> like, that's what I meant. Like, earlier, when I was like, we compete in my house. Like, I, like, I compete in everything. Even, even if I'm telling you I'm not competing in my head, I'm always going to think, like, I, I'm, I'm going to win. Like, I can play, I can play in, like, LeBron James one-on-one. It can be 20 to nothing. If we go into 21, I'm like, I'm about to smack this man for 21 <laughs> straight points. Like, that's how competitive I am. So that's, that's just what, that's like my internal drive. It's like, I it, like I, I have to be the best. So whatever I'm doing, like I'm just constantly being pushed. It's like, how, how do I be the best at what I'm doing? So I don't necessarily have like a, oh, I want to be a billionaire, and that's what drives me. It's literally like everything that I do is driving me because I need to be the best in it. So yeah, like that, like that, or just the best, like the best version of yourself. Exactly. In whatever you're doing, that's like the like the David Goggins approach. Just hey, listen, like I like I I am going to challenge myself and push myself to the to find out the depths of the human spirit in whatever task it is that I have found myself to pick up and, and exactly. take as a challenge. My dad told me, if you're gonna do something, just do it right the first time. Because you're gonna end up having to do it again mm. if you don't do it right the first time. So if, if you just do it the best the first time, then you're gonna be straight. 
And he told me that when I was picking up leaves, by the way. So it's not like he was, <laughs> it, it like he was being, man, like he was being <laughs> philosophical or anything. It was literally like, if you would have picked up them seven leaves over there the first time, I wouldn't tell you to get them. Exactly. In the hot ass sun. Exactly, bro. Yo, he had me out there in the sun one time, like my hair legit turned blonde. I was, it was so hot. I was like, I guess you're right. I should have been, I should have did it the first time. Way to way to push, way to push. <laughs> Those things you don't understand, like the things that will seep into your brain that aren't even like big things. Like, do y'all have any of those? Or is like you remember like specific moments? As like someone else probably was like, it was just like a throwaway line for them, and like, but for the rest of your life, it just kind of like, rings into your head. Like, damn, I remember you told me that in the third grade, and they're like, what? <laughs> like, I don't remember none of that. I have a lot of those moments where it's like, I just remember very specific moments in my life where it's like, dang, I, I don't know why that's in my head, but it's always there. There were probably those changing moments for you. Yeah. So yeah, not yeah to pick up those paradigm person, shifts. Yeah. 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 I catch that. Well, I catch that sometimes I'll get caught rambling, right? Now it's be, it's just like turn the faucet on. Just going, saying stuff. And everybody, hey, what'd you say? I said, man, listen, if you didn't catch it the first time, <laughs> I don't know what I said. That's it, yo, listen, I just, like, he just came to you know what I mean? Hey, listen, I'm just, I'm just channeling the spirit right now. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's it. What'd you say? And I'm trying to double back on it because it just, it just got placed together that at way. At the right time, at the right moment, yeah. So I was like, man, I don't, I don't know what it was, bro, but it was great, right? Right? You know? How'd you listen? Uh-huh. I saw you searching your brain, Valley Jean. Do you got one of those? Insert insert, <laughs> no. insert Kobe Bryant quote. <laughs> the only thing that comes to mind at, at the moment this is probably terrible. Hopefully she never listens to this. My mom, my mom lied to me when I was eating the watermelon. I might have been like fucking five or some shit and told me that because I swallowed a seed it would grow in my tongue. Stuff like that. I don't know why that's just come, that just comes to mind. Like so you've never had a watermelon since you were five? You never ate the seeds. So you never ate the seeds, basically. I have a fear of seeds today. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, that's like a really common lie that parents tell their kids, too. And that's what I meant earlier. It was like, how often do you question yourself why? Because you could just go through your rest of your life like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't be eating seeds from watermelons. And like, you you never even questioned whether that was real or not. Right. So. Uh, I think one of my favorite quotes, uh, it wasn't like said to me, but I read it and I think even like it's not exactly said, but it's how I remember it. But it's some advice may be advice, take what you can and leave the rest. So even earlier to go with you were saying like who it's coming from, it's like, hey, listen, some advice might not be good for you. You know what I mean? However, take what you can, just leave the rest. It's like sifting sands. You know, somebody just might have, you know, a little nugget of gold in there. Let me just kind of sift through this. Got it. Take that one piece. That little bit was for me. When you go to when you go out and you're meeting somebody, if it's you're in a meeting, in a conference, in a conversation, like you might sit there and think this all was a waste. But then that one something comes up, and you're just like, oh, that's what I was here for. That's what was meant for me. Mm, that particular moment. Mm-hmm. Advice like opinions. Everybody has one, just like assholes, and they all stink. Mm. I don't know whose quote that is, but I'll just say I made that up. Makes a soft ass. There you go. <laughs> Whoever wrote that also said that quote before. <laughs> so we just out here throwing out quotes now. <laughs> nah. Um, I I remember a particular quote somebody told me. Um, he who has a why to live can bear almost anyhow. And there's a point of there's a point in time where I questioned just like why a lot. 
Like, why is this? Why that? Why is this happening? Why didn't that happen? I was say, don't you have that, like, uh, that saying? I was going to say, is that Victor Frankel? I don't know. It's tattooed on me. I'm about to say, I'm like, Yeah, I think, I think that's Victor Frankel. It, it, it might be, but um, you know, well, all y'all know who told me that. Um, Erica told me that quote. Um, you know Erica? I feel like you know Erica. He know everybody. Um, but no, nah, um, it was just like a particular moment where it's just like, a lot of questioning things. And when she told me that quote, I think it was like back in like 2011. Um, like from there, it's just always been something that I just had embedded in my mind where it's just like, it's okay to ask why. It's fine to ask why, but not to let that, you know, solidify you in your mindset. Um, but if, if you get asked the why, you could bear the situation pretty much. So. Hmm. No, I think it's situational for me to think about when, like when that comes to me. It's not just like I just got him in the, oh, as a matter of fact, here's my top five. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it just come up and it just pops up and you're like, oh, you know what? My dad did say, insert this here. Mm-hmm. Grandma said this right here. Mm-hmm. Brother said this right here. For better or for worse. Literally. Allowed to get to the list now, or are we, are we still I thought we, I thought we trashed the list. <laughs> oh, okay. I, 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 thought, I thought Case was trashing the list, bro. We gonna trash it? <laughs> Could have. I thought well, we was riding. Well, well, one thing that I was well, okay. I guess it, it, we can. We here's what I was gonna say, and why I'm ashamed that like this would have made this list that much better, right? Because I'm like, yo, how could you not have this on here, right? Wait, we wait, got what? What is it? We got Dame Lillard to the Bucks, and you don't got that on here. You <laughs> over here talking about Kevin Porter and. Uh, and violence and all this other stuff. Listen, man, shifting of tides, all right? But he's going from Portland. Shifting of tides, bro. He's no, he's playing with Giannis. What is wrong with you? Celtics got Drew now. Listen, I do, but how could you dare just... Right. Bro, listen, I'll, I'll, listen. I'm not looking at it from basketball, though. I'm looking we, at it from... You're going from Portland... What, Oregon? Dog, yeah. Oregon? he is playing with a top three In player. Milwaukee. Doesn't matter where he's at. Look, I'm going to tell you right you now. You don't think niggas would prefer to play in South Beach? It doesn't matter where he would prefer Milwaukee, to play. But let me, let me ask you a question. Who is the top five player on the Heat? Let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you right now. When LeBron went over to the Lakers, who did he bring over? A top what player? You think he's five? I'm, I'm, he think brought, he's five? At the time, he brought AD, him over. AD at the time was top five. At the okay. time, he was I, top five. I, when LeBron went to the Heat, what was Wade? A top, top ten. Top 10? Okay, cool. Top 10. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm, I'm still cool with that. The point being is when you take an elite talent uh-huh. and you pair them up with another elite talent, mm-hmm. shake the fucking game. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's problems. Durant went over there. He went to the work. It's problems. You got the... It's a, it's a beautiful matchup. You have Dame and you have Giannis. You can't build a wall because then you're kicking it out to Dame from 40. Now the floor's spread out. So that Giannis can just be crazy. gallop. It's gonna get nasty out here. I'm I'm waiting for it. NBA is on alert. Alert, I, alert. As a Laker fan, I'll let you know that doesn't always work. What do you mean? We had Dwight. Okay. We had Steve Nash. How, how we old had was Kobe Bryant? Wait, 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 wait. Dwight, Dwight wasn't that old. Okay, no, no, no. no Steve Nash was 40. Steve Nash was old and, and Dwight Howard had a bad back. Don't matter. Because he because uh Valley brought that to my attention. For those few years, he had Dwight a, had yeah. back problems and but he no was matter. not proficient. When Dwight came back the second time, he was healthy and he was actually serviceable. Dame in his thirties, but Dame is still Dame still considers himself. But he in his thirties, the best point guard in the league. He's the same. He's the same age as uh, Drew Holiday. And 
what is Dame still doing today? Yeah, he might. You're talking about age, but what is his proficiency right now? He's still up there. And on top of that, you know how much better Dame is going to be when you're playing alongside a top three oh, yeah, NBA player. Yeah, best best teammate he's had thus far. James Harden, Joel Embiid. What happened? Correct, but you know what know. also happened? They neither one of them wanted to be the guy to close out. Do you consider you consider Harden and KD? You consider uh you consider Harden better than Lillard? Right at that now? time, at that time, he was up there. But like, they'd right be comparable. Comparable, yes. I I don't know which. I, I don't know if I think he's. Better. You got MVP and B. But you know what? I yeah. think MVP, MVP James Harden. That's, that's regular season award though. Correct. But I'm saying they're both at the top of their game. But they, they went also, nowhere. But we also saw that in when it came down to when it mattered, it seemed like Joel couldn't get the ball in the hole, and Harden kept wanting to defer. They didn't know what to do. I'm gonna tell you right now. When it came down to it, we saw Giannis go get fifty. When it comes so down to the ball it, at the end? we've seen Dame drop 60. Who gets the ball at the end? It depends on what the best play is. Da- Damian Lillard. If it's a shot, it's Giannis', Dame. T- it's Giannis team, though. It doesn't matter. It's still going to Dame. I don't know about that. Let me when, say, when have we ever seen them run a play for Giannis to get the last shot? Correct. It's not a shot. I'm going to tell you right now. Look, if Dame is out here in the floor is spaced, I'm cool with it. If Giannis gets, if Giannis gets the inbound anywhere in the other room. I'll, I'll agree. That I think Giannis is, is the best player but on if the team. Giannis, and if Giannis but, drives, it's a driving kick. You have to stop but Giannis. Also, you want to leave. You all leave. I'm saying is like it ain't a guaranteed chip. No, it's not at all. I, I think ain't guaranteed. Put, I, think, I, I, think KD. I think it puts them in the conference finals. I think that they're too too much isolation. I'll too much right isolation. Right Kyrie is the, both the, the ball. Kyrie is the most dominant guard ISO since when? If if people could say ever, give him the ball. <laughs> He's cooking. Dame don't got to do all of that cooking, but he, he need the ball. He don't play off ball. I think. I think. I think. he'll catch and shoot if he gets the space. He. He's. But he's not Steph Curry. He needs the ball. That's why he shoots from forty. But at the same time, Giannis is cool with getting set up. If Giannis gets position, Giannis also needs the ball. I think they'll fi- they'll figure out. A that's way that's what I was saying. Like that, that coach is going to have to figure out. Did they get rid of Chris or Chris is still there? No, he's still, no, there. still there. That pick and roll is going to be unstoppable. But they both need the ball. Got Boonheiser as the coach. Fired. Oh, thank God. That's the thing I do. It just maybe a timing, yeah, bro, he's pretty good. A yeah, timing thing. He wanted to yeah. play them probably so during Frank different Bowles. plays, different quarters. He was there. He was there for years to get that. Frank got there year one, got it. That don't count. Budin was there for a, a while. After they got rid of Jay Kidd, they didn't win that first year. Budenholder, I can't say, but it was bad. But it wasn't that good. I don't know who they picked up. I'm just telling you right now, I'm missing. Like Damon Drew ain't that different when you think about it in in the Milwaukee system. Drew's better. Yeah, so you're going to lose the defense of Drew. The defense game. of, but the floor is now more open. I would rather have more space. But for Drew Giannis can hit a three. Cook. You're saying Dame can't? No, but what I'm saying is like they're not. It's not like you're going from Ben Simmons to Damian Litter. You're going from comparable, comparable play Bar, styles. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just you're only increasing what that player already did versus like bringing a brand new style to it. Now the Bucks did win a championship. So I was that say, maybe all and I was gonna say that just they might they be what they need they, to get. They over just the won a championship, but Not like ago, yeah. that's a big ass. You still got to run into the Nuggets. You still, have, you still have correct, and that's gonna be. I think that if you're looking at uh, what's oh, I was I was about to say a wrong name for sure. What's up, the guard from the Nuggets? Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray and Dame. That's gonna be a lot of cooking back and forth, and I'm gonna tell you right now. If you're looking at Gian- Giannis, is going to punish them down low. Then and they also have height, both back and forth. You got Brooke Lopez. It comes down to Michael Porter Jr. versus Chris Middleton. 
And Michael Porter Jr. is going to torch Chris that man. Chris has been on the down. He's been on the down. And he's going to torch that man. However, I've also, that man's, listen. Do you feel like it's, a, it's, it's less they, of a threat because when, the only reason why I felt like the Bucks got knocked out a, se- a series or two, Chris was out. Giannis was Giannis hurt last year, the year before that, Chris was out. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you have nobody else who can hit the jump shot. Just yeah. a, a mid-range. A th- like, nobody's going to hit jumpers. Now you have Dame. Chris can just sit there and just wait for a catch and shoot. Oh, let me just move over here. My game is not going to change too much. All I'm saying is they in their 30s, they're more than likely going to get injured. I'm just letting you know I think it's, it's terrible for a nigga to go from Portland to fucking Milwaukee when he had South Beach. We had South, South Beach on his mind. But guess what? Like, Do you think he I chose? Mean, that wasn't a choice of his. No, of course not. That's he approved not, so it. Why you, he approved it. Because if we could put with Giannis. You damn right. What? What? You can get me out of here? You can go put me with, yeah, with, yeah, with that yeah, talent? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. And, and I they have no championship. about him going to play with And Giannis they have championship. Football. They have championship pedigree. You guys know how to win a championship. So, so did so did the niggas in South Beach though. Cough. Dame is a small town guy anyway though. I'm not no, I'm, that's not even a knock because I'm saying that. But like I hear you and I get that. However, that's that was the team's choice. He didn't force his way out to get specifically there. He tried to. He wanted to. But if the teams looked at it and you landed in a spot, you have a higher yeah, chance. Landed in, he landed in a secondary spot that's not nearly as bad. They could have they could have shipped his ass out to fucking uh, Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Hey, go go out and play with Melo. Let me ask you this: you know, like, him going to Mello. either team, which team <laughs> would have the better chance with Dame to win a championship? By you think far, da- I think it's, it's Milwaukee, easy. The Los Angeles Lakers. Because uh, that have been. And Ooh. who's coming out the East then? Miami. Boston. I mean, Boston now has Drew Holiday, so you're gonna have to beat them, but. Man, they getting smoked. I don't know what y'all talking about. They got a uh, Porzingis too. So, <laughs> I hate Boston, but they got some pieces though. Like, they, they've they've been had pieces out as um. Al they just don't finish. You, yeah, Horford's still there. He's still there. He's dangerous to play. I don't care how old he is. He's still going. I can I can pivot for Javale. This is like how you feel about Messi in Miami. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. You've never seen that dynamic before. You heard about? They gonna, Are you about uh, to ask a question for a question instead of answering his? The, the, it related, you heard about the messy look like that was <laughs> <laughs> thought about there that slept with all the women. Nah, because <laughs> he's not the real messy. Yeah, I didn't realize messy was a, it up. I, I didn't realize he was this like no, beloved. No, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, Tiny. Re- oh, I didn't realize he was the goat. I didn't, no, no, realize. I, I didn't realize he was. This, I don't he's but. not a very big guy. All yeah. soccer players are small. Oh. Bro, I mean, there's like 6'4", 6'3", but... I feel like was pretty big. Let's talk like, about this culture, bro. Like, <laughs> look at all these shit. Look at, them, uh, look at, all, look at all the players that play in the... Look, look at Major League Baseball. They ain't all small. Motherfuckers be 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, six, yeah. Nah, but soccer like, players are... They're, they're fairly small. Yeah. Because okay, it's just your feet. You don't need to be tall. They run 19 miles a game, bro. Like, yeah. you, I just imagine, you know, he'd be... Bigger, like, you know, like a bigger dude. Maybe like a goalie or like a defender, you want to be a little bit bigger. Lower to the ground. The rest of them people, they just be right, regular, if you lower to the regular, ground, regular degular. Faster, right? You would think, maybe. Maybe no? shiftier, I don't know. All right, shiftier. I'm just thinking right now, if you were 6'9 and you out there doing some stuff. I've seen it. I'm, There's it, LeBron. It exists. Playing soccer. Yes. I'm not saying it doesn't. There's a, there's, a, there's a high school kid out there, 6'8", right now. I'm not surprised. I mean, Joel Embiid used to play soccer. See what I'm saying? He grew up playing soccer. But that, yeah, but is he playing professionally is what I'm saying. Are you with the best of the best, I would imagine that you're going to be a little bit smaller. That's like, if it's like saying, like, oh, okay, cool. Like, like I would 
say certain things make sense. Like there's not many 300 pound basketball players. 85 doesn't help you to be tall. Or like being 130 pounds in the NFL. Like bro, yeah, you can be you be shifty as shit though. No, you gonna get bodied. <laughs> nah, you, you be uh, you be uh, Devontae Smith. Mm. Uh, on the Eagles, he might be like 170 though. He's light. He's my size. Very, he's very light. <laughs> <laughs> but he shifty. You know your height. He's, he's the most disrespect the Heisman winner of all time. <laughs> he's a monster. He don't, he don't drop a lot of balls. balls he's a monster. You know what I mean. you, they never bring up that he won the Heisman at all. I, I, I was quick to it, though. I was quick this time. Yeah, he's, like, he's about to get a Mason <laughs> comment. <laughs> I feel like you kind of like set yourself up for that one. You're like, oh, balls. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to pause that? Uh, nigga, there was no need to. You're the one that said the statement, not me. Y'all both need to relax. <laughs> yeah, relax, calm down. How you feel about Messi being down there? Me? Mm-hmm. Putting Messi in the MLS and... I mean, I don't watch a lot of soccer, but putting Messi in MLS is like putting LeBron and shipping him over to the Euro League. Mm. <laughs> it's like... Oh, he's gonna be. He's gonna dominate. No, he already has. Their season is over. Hey, them ratings. He took them to the, the I finals. But I don't even think... <laughs> The level of what's about to happen is even yeah, like even experienced it yet. Like he's so massive, he cut a deal with Apple itself, mm-hmm. as in like outside you, of the team. Yeah, you weren't, have to pay me specifically. Weren't the Saudis trying to get him over in their league? They were gonna pay him. Yeah, yeah. Up, up absorbent amount, amount of money. Of money. But, but, but I heard the Apple deal when Apple got involved, that kind of swayed him it's over. It's not the, just that. It's not just. I think it's, it's not more just of money. The culture shift of now him going there. What's gonna happen now for so MLS? Does it does it change the because MLS is now gonna low key kind of develop like European soccer, like mm. like how the club soccer is mm-hmm. like traditionally is like mm-hmm. we may see more of that in the states now because like I don't keep up with MLS because it's, it's growing it's, right, so it increases the reach of of you guys are saying. Messi basically increases the reach of MLS and not the reach, but I think it opens the door for opportunities because nobody ever really thought about especially having, in America having Listen. club players well, then, come what, over. What the fuck did Beckham do when he came over here? He did he did the same thing, but he's not Messi. Right. He was also a little older too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, I mean, he, Messi's he, also old. Yeah, but but I, I heard Beckham was it was like the Jordan effect with the Wizards. Like, hey, he coming over here for his last like. Uh, it's it's like if you drop LeBron in Euroleague, you will watch those games. Of course. It's it's the, it's the same thing. It's like so think about the paradigm shift that so all of the people who are watching Messi is now going to watch MLS. Yeah. And that that's just going to be a whole nother... All the NBA fans are now watching EuroLeague and how much money that brings to the EuroLeague. But it's a shelf life on that, right? Like, it's, that's only going to last as long as Messi's there. When Messi's not there anymore, does all that viewership and stuff fade? I think that's the goal where we're going to see more... You, you get more right? stars. More, more stars start right. to develop in the, in the league. Because think about it now. Like, Messi's low-key dominating, right? For and he old. Now. So in order oh, for it to be a comparison, the, uh, Atlanta has to go get somebody now. North Carolina is going to go get somebody now. Like now the opportunity of getting more and low key, we might see uh, people kind of like playing both. Um, like it's kind of like the World Cup. Like you have people that are, uh, what's his name? Sterling. I forgot his uh, first name, but he um, he's Jamaican and U.S. because he or not uh, U.S. Uh, England, I think. He plays for the World Cup, but he's also Jamaican, but he couldn't get his, like, documentation stuff figured out in time so he could play for Jamaica. So we're about to see a whole different shift of where these players are not just traditionally playing for their country or their clubs. 
like they could low key come and like dominate and low key get a lot of money for it. Probably more than what they were gonna get in a club. Cause think about it, you could take your mid mid range players from a club and come over here and still dominate. Cause that's traditional, you know, football. You know, soccer is a traditional sport for these people. But it, it's it's a it's a difference as as far as the terms. I guess how how you guys broke it down as far as like if, if theoretically if we took LeBron through him over the Euro League. So it's it's the same type of drop off with the competition level, yeah. correct? Yes. American so, American soccer is like much, if, not nearly as competitive. Yeah. As, okay. Yeah. Because we don't play, we don't play. It's the world's game, and America doesn't play it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the irony. Like everyone else in the world plays so, soccer. Okay, so yeah. remember when we went to the Copa America game where we saw Haiti and Brazil? Yeah. Okay, so the country Haiti loves Brazil in general. Right. So now think of one of these players from Brazil is playing in MLS. You're gonna have Brazilians, Haitians, like you have a whole community of people. All that those work. eyes on the, on that. That, that may not yep. even watch it now because there's no interest, there's no tie to to their culture, to them at all. But now if you're talking about a player from Brazil comes over and they're going to go play for North Carolina, you just you just quadrupled your fan base like crazy. You just got to convince the star. Like, why to come it? over. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's uh, interesting? As you guys like describe all that, we're seeing the same thing happen in college football right now. Yeah, <laughs> which with uh, with yeah. John Sanders in, in the Colorado program, the HBCU. Like, when's the last yeah. time I've never seen niggas stay up till two a.m. to watch Colorado Colorado football game? <laughs> That's insane. That's like the second highest. I think I think he had the actual highest, the highest rated rated uh or the Mute. most viewed game. That's the word I'm looking for. Viewed game this season, like as far as him playing and, and versus who. Uh, Colorado State was the Got opponent. It. Got so it. Mm-hmm. I guess the the head coach of Colorado State was was I don't know why coaches keep doing this. Stop talking about Deion Sanders. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. It's not. You're not going to out talk him. Yeah. It's, well, it's not going to help your program, and it just puts. I mean, if anything, if you're just talking about Deion Sanders to get more views or to get more cloud or more clicks, then obviously it's going to work in that perspective, in that way. But it's not going to help you recruit. It's not going to help you win football games. And it's probably just gonna have people, more people rooting against you at this point. Yeah, even if you beat him, you're not gonna win that war. Nah, he's still Deion Sanders. He's, he's still, still a Hall of Famer who's been famous for, for a really long time, longer than those kids have been alive. Decades, but long enough for the kids to know who Deion Sanders. That's what I'm saying. They know him versus who you are. I, said, I don't care what you think of me. Because what you think of me, it doesn't match the opinion that I have of myself. <laughs> You're not going to beat Leon Sanders. <laughs> You're not going to beat him, man. His self-talk's going crazy. His self-talk right. is phenomenal. Hey, man, those uh, some of these pregame speeches I'm seeing, I'm just like, this is an entirely new phenomenon. Just like college football, and I'm a college football fan, obviously. A bunch of coaches that exist right now are not a whole bunch of personalities, even for like a... Even as far as like Nick Saban, what's what is something you think about when you think about Nick Saban? Winning. That's about it. There's nothing super pro. There's there's not a whole lot of prolific, you know, uh, speeches or he's not very braggadocious. It's not like a whole persona that there is with Deion Sanders. And it's kind of wild because like I remember at one point in time where you know we did have personalities in college football where like coaches were 
personalities for programs. You know what I mean? They were the program. They were the program at yeah. one point in time. But it's like this era of today where you got players getting money, coaches getting even in more money. It's like they don't want to be controversial at all. Like nobody is trying to – they all dress the same. It costs too much. They all talk the same. Yeah. They all put out the same type of PR statements. Like none of them are trying to be individuals. The only one I can think of outside of Deion Sanders right now is probably uh, Lane Kiffin. It's just because mm. he like to talk some shit to other coaches. Like that's about it. I think sometimes uh, a lot has to do with what they're allowing you to do. If you want to continue getting this check and running the program how you want to, we need you to look and present yourself as this because you're representing more than just the program, representing our school, you're, you know what I'm saying? So I think there's a lot more that may be tied behind it. And Sanders is just an opportunity where he's thriving off of being vocal and like, this is me, I'm the shit, and ain't none of y'all can tell me nothing about it. I mean, that's how I look at the situation. And it's kind of like he can't get away from it. He's he, wherever he goes, he's gonna be Deion Sanders. There's gonna be a story. So yeah, he got like you. He, you hired him as a head football coach, knowing what you were. Yeah, like do. like you 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 knew you were gonna be able to control that. You know what's crazy? They already did the. Uh, I guess Colorado hired some kind of like independent All study or, or or whatever mm-hmm. uh, to do evaluation of of Sanders' impact on their program, and apparently it's already valued at like billion dollars. Yeah, they already made their money back. Yeah. If I'm USF, I'm kicking myself in that oh, ass, bro. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> going to tell you, every every program in the state of Florida is is incredibly happy that the University of South Florida did not hire Deion Sanders. Because I can tell you, UCF... They had the opportunity. Yes. Left. He, they were they seriously in the running. Passed on them. Well, they, no. He... God, so, what he's he... from Florida. What he, <laughs> said, what he said was, he didn't want to they were in the running, but uh-huh. he didn't want to take it because he knew he had to deal with the other three big schools in Florida. So he's like, I'll just go to Colorado. Because like, if he's in Florida, he's got to yeah. compete with Florida, um, Florida yeah. State, and you're, Miami. You're abs- you're absolutely versus right. like Colorado, there's nobody around nah, there. Like, he, can, he can, pluck some, kid. he can yeah. pluck some kids and get them to come over there and play in Boulder. But I'm here to tell you, the rest of the state, we, the rest of the state would have been in trouble. Yeah, the but of, the, the rest of the state of Florida did not want Deion Sanders. You're, 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 you're splitting it, yeah. Because he's going, it is very hard to. I'm, I, I'm just gonna, it's like, oh, if, I'm going to take this talent from here. Oh, I'm going to take a little talent from here. Yeah. Oh, hey, you come over here. Like, hey, hey, man, if I'm 18 years old and Deion Sanders is in my living room and he's recruiting me and he's in South Florida. I mean, fuck. Who else is in, is in is in my living room trying to recruit? Nah, me? you know them I'm ties. Gonna play, I'm going to play for Deion Sanders. Miami offered you a scholarship. I feel you. Unless you're, unless you're just like a diehard Miami guy. That's like Florida, Miami. though. It's a lot of those. Versus, let me go to Colorado and I get the whole rest of the country. And, and I play with prime and, time. And, and, and some of Florida. To, and I get to play with primetime. And I don't have to play in the SEC. And I got Lil <laughs> Wayne walking us out like a fucking concert, like a boxing match. I got all the star. I've never seen this many niggas in, in, in fucking Colorado, dog. And he still I've got never smacked. Seen Colorado, this black. He still got smacked though. He did, but it didn't matter. <laughs> but the show looked so good. <laughs> the show was immaculate. Immaculate. <laughs> it almost makes you forget the Nuggets are there. I don't, you forget, I don't even correlate the two. It makes you forget that it makes you forget Russell Wilson plays for the Broncos. Well, that's just because Russell Wilson saying, has, he hasn't been good also enough. getting smacked. <laughs> I mean, he actually won his first game today. Oh, they beat the Bears. They came back, yeah. Wow, like 24 in the fourth. Really? Wow. Gotta check my fantasy. <laughs> so you're funny. Just saying. 
Anybody watch boxing last night? Alvarez. <sighs> I saw the knockout. I completely, it completely, bro. I called the results. Skip my radar, man. Bro, Charlo. Hold on, pause. Who won? Canelo. That's what I predicted. Yeah, bad, bro. Okay, okay. So, so first of all. It, wait, wait, it wasn't unanimous for decision, all right? It was yeah. unanimous. Okay. He okay. went all 12. So I'll give okay. Charlo. Oh, so he went the distance. He went all 12. Because um, Charlo looked, went up a lot of weight. He did. 14 pounds. That's a lot. That's like two classes, 14, right? Yeah, two weight He classes. went up two classes, and Canelo's been like. His in brother was supposed to be the one to fight him. So I heard. Yeah. So he's probably he, like 30 pounds at um, boxing time because they can put on additional so weight after they he, weigh in. What was it, 168? But he said he was currently weighing at like 172. So he did go up more than the 14. He went up 14 pounds to get to the weight class. Mm -hmm. And I think he probably was at like another like five or so. Yeah, like almost 20, 20. But then you got to think the difference between them because Canelo's going to also add in more mm -hmm. pounds. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, he's and he's been fighting so there. At, yeah. the, at that weight. And I'll he's just say trying to fight the catch weight. Charlo just didn't. He didn't. He got outboxed. He didn't throw his hands. Oh, he wasn't throwing his hands. He went down. Did he look as quick? No. With uh, fighting no. it that way, so he looked a little more sluggish. He, no, I wouldn't say sluggish. Um, however, Canelo really focused on in training, cutting the ring off, mm -hmm. and that's where I would say uh, Charlo's downfall was: is allowing him to cut the ring off, keeping him on the ropes. That's definitely where his. Uh, downfalls were and Charlo's a, a counter puncher and that wasn't working at all it's like mm. you have to be more aggressive and he, he was just countering pretty much the entire fight but given the weight difference and stuff it's just kind of like you didn't do that bad but you could I feel like he could have did better in, in my opinion um, the first I think it was the first fight no the second fight that actually Surprise everybody. I forgot the two guys' names, but everybody clearly thought one dude was losing and he won unanimously. And oh, wow. um Yeah, judges fuck some shit up sometimes. And Mario Dang, what's Mario's last name? I forgot Mario's last name, but he came back and, and won his uh title. Or not his title, but won his match, which which was good because he was low key, uh he lost the tank and just wasn't the same since I think that was like a year and a half ago. But mm. he came back and won, so that was good. But yeah, I was, I was, quite, I thought Charlo was gonna pull it off, but he did not. That's I didn't put no money on. That's that. one sport I, 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 would, I would, put, would never I would try. Put money on Canelo for sure. Yeah. That's one sport I would never try. Boxing, boxing, boxing or MMA. Oh. Any of those combat sports, you can miss me on that. He did call out gladiator um, shit. <laughs> Crawford at the end of the match though. He really? Want to fight Crawford next? And then Charlo I or Canelo? Charlo. That's a nice oh, fight. Yeah. Charlo was at the fight. When Crawford was scrubbing Spence, Spence yeah. and they were talking back and forth, right? So, he ain't gonna get that fight now. So absolutely nah, not. Nah, so nah, 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 Crawford nah. was like, "I don't want to fight him anymore." Yeah. And but information came out about Spence. Um, he didn't spar five weeks prior to the fight because he had a broken rib. Ah. Car accident. That's what it was. Yeah, he had a car accident. Mm -hmm. And then he has the he has a a clause in there to be able to get the rematch within oh, yeah. a certain yeah, yeah, period yeah, of time. He's a rematch. He activated. He's getting the rematch. Yeah, it's gonna be the money. But now, I'm gonna say right now. But the problem being is, Terrence he got walked. Although yeah. although all of that occurred, like that yeah, boy that boy, out, that boy was boxing. I know. Yeah, that's it. I'm a, like I'm a Spence fan, and I want the rematch. But it's just like, boy, you better train because Terrence. I was gonna put money on Bud too. I looked at it. I was like. I think Bud got. I'm looking at it. He looked. Ten, he looked more Robert. focused. As soon as they got face, I'm looking like 
he looks a lot more dialed in than Spence Bro. does. Spence looked kind of like a little out of it. Out of it. Maybe that's just his look. But I'm nah, looking. Nah, Crawford nah. They look. Talked, they talked about Spence, the way Spence the didn't way look himself. He didn't look himself. But at the end of the day, you can't take away from Crawford. Cause I feel like even if Spence was at his... Yeah, I'll box. Yeah. Because they yeah. say he took away his best weapon was yep. the jab. Mm-hmm. And then once he didn't have that jab... It was okay. What do you, you, know you left with? If you were his eye, so you know, like I think you know when he when couldn't see the man's coming. I was like, goodness, but move out the way. <laughs> they, kept, they kept talking about Spence's strength, and it just didn't show in that fight, man. I but mean, you know, he could have been fatigued. You know, you can't beat those type of people, man. His mom had people come beat him up as a kid. Crawford? Well, try no, try. yeah, try to beat him Crawford up beat as him a kid. Up, yeah. Up, yeah, she literally, as a child, was like, "Yo, come fight my son. Beat him up." And and it wasn't working. It was not working. Yes. And that's your mom. <laughs> like you don't beat those type of people. Oh my, that's who you got for me today? Him? Yeah, literally. Like he gonna do it? Right. <laughs> they say, they say, uh, that's how you make a Michael Jackson. They say, that, they say you should never. Fu- you should say, they say never fight a man that didn't grow up with indoor plumbing. I'm dead. Oh, wow, that is that is a different wild. level. That is a battle you will not win. I'm dead. You lost before. Hey man, imagine having to fight a nigga that didn't have indoor plumbing, bro. Like what? He got nothing to lose. Nah, bro. He got nothing to lose, man. That's a different level of like. Don't take any island person, bro. Like they. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is island, so I guess. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and he didn't he grow up in like Kansas or something? I think Nebraska. Yeah, like Nebraska. That. You don't fight no black man from Nebraska, bro. <laughs> 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 that boy was fighting outside. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a yeah. Next up, we'll see. Um, I guess I'll touch on this last thing from the list. <laughs> Did you guys ever get a chance to see this viral video of this girl, this this black girl from Houston, that's like walking outside of a nightclub? She got a real big swollen knot on the side of her face, and she's like going off on her camera phone, saying how uh. A, a, a man asked for her number and I guess she refused to give him the number and he proceeded to take a brick and hit her in the face with the brick. Wow. Mm-mm. Wait, he really hit her? Uh, uh, you gotta finish the story. You gotta finish the story. Allegedly, allegedly, right. this happened. Um, she proceeds to go to the hospital. Uh, she's in the hospital and she starts going on a rant basically saying how she wants uh, you know, Men to act like men and men to protect women when whenever that whenever or black men to specifically to protect black women when they see black women in, in trouble need. or in need. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the, when this type of stuff goes viral, it sparks off what I like to call gender wars. <laughs> <laughs> the new segment on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got I got to work that in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> So I just want to get y'all's opinion. First of all, have y'all ever seen anything like that? Just, you know, go through your Rolodex. You've been, we've all been downtown. Where women cry for men's help because they did something to aggravate a man and they're scared of the reaction. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not quite. We're not there yet? um, Yeah, I'm not quite saying that. Oh, okay. Um, So people have been trying to debunk this girl's video. Like, it's just been back and forth. They've been like, hey, you don't look like somebody that got hit with a brick. If you got hit with the brick, your face would look like this. You would have these type of injuries. It looks like you have some type of allergic reaction. Um, so people, you know, obviously when this stuff goes viral, people will try and find your profile, dig into your history. 
So it turns out the girl has a history of lying, fabricating the truth. There you go. CAP. <laughs> pretty much. And doing things like this. And apparently she started some kind of GoFundMe page. Oh, God. And I guess it hit either 30 or 40,000 <laughs> dollars. Yes. Before people caught on and figured out that the video was not uh, entirely truthful. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, I think it leads to a greater conversation because this is what kind of spewed out of that whole gender war debacle is that, okay, if you see a woman in trouble, is it is it your first inclination to help that person? It's a little... And I, I'll, I'll probably go ahead and answer it first and then i kind of let you guys... Uh, react to it but for me he just wanted to talk about the break you see how this is on the list <laughs> all he wanted to do was talk about the break <laughs> hey man if you saw hey, somebody we're gonna talk about one thing we're gonna close out with the break hey, we're gonna close out with this list would you, would you help somebody <laughs> we're gonna go through this list would you help somebody in need of course <laughs> of course everybody he wouldn't, he wouldn't. Uh, no uh, he's not hey, <laughs> hey so so first of all i've never seen anybody get hit in the face with a brick besides on friday i i haven't seen it damn i, I haven't seen it I haven't seen it. It hasn't happened in front of me. I've never seen... Uh, I've seen the scenarios uttered online. I've seen women share the stories. But I've never seen this happen in front of me where a guy will ask for a girl's number and she rejects him and he strikes her, hits her, does some crazy shit. Definitely a thing. I've, uh, there's but a, it's, I, I've seen multiple stories, so I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't happen. It just never happened in front of me. Yeah, my, my brother had a friend from... She was from Detroit. And mm-hmm. there was like that was like a, that was like a thing. They were going like dudes were going kind of crazy. Like, hey, let's sit there and get the number, call right in front of you, whatever the case is. Yeah, that's a wild, that's was, was wild yeah. activity. Crazy, right? But um, so I was like, hey, here's this number. I'm gonna walk around the corner, block. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. I would, I would think that if a situation like that happened in front of me, I would think if somebody did get hit in the face with a brick, I would like to believe I would intervene or something like that. But then I take a step back and ask myself, I'm like, ah, if that shit really happened in front of me, I would probably look first to see, okay, did it happen to a black woman? Did it happen to... <laughs> 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 Who did this happen to? <laughs> I would probably Not look, what I thought he was I would probably for. look and be like, <clears throat> okay, what led to a person being hit with the brick? Did, did the person hit the other person first? I, I don't think I would just willingly jump in there and be like, hey, bro, you shouldn't be hitting nobody with a brick. I'm probably not going to run to anybody's defense just because people are crazy in today's society. And I've heard stories of people dying by other people trying to break up something as far as like a, a domestic situation. I would think me being me, I'm probably just going to call the police and let, let law enforcement deal with it and move, move on about my day. I mean, but I think. But that's just me. All right, so the way I see it is somebody could always beat somebody. Could. So is this the person that's going to beat my ass because I'm helping you? Potentially. <laughs> and it's like, why is he beating your ass? Like, what did you do to him? That's so realistically, I'm going to try my best. You know, I may, like, pull a fire alarm. I may, like, honk my horn if I'm in my car. But if a man is beating a woman with a brick, most likely, I'm going to get those hands, too, right after, if I try to intervene. <laughs> that brick work on everybody. Right? Wait, like, wait. I, <laughs> what, what Kevin, what Kevin, what he Kevin said, Hart he said? He said bricks ain't got no name. Right. Like, 
Like, you know, now if I feel like I'm overly confident to like subdue and restrain this person. So you feel like you whoop his ass? I'm not even going to. Honestly, I'm not going to try to whoop dude because I'm not trying to justify or correct you in what you're doing. I'm, hey, 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 homie, bitch, you better run. Like, you know, like I'm only doing enough. Like, I'm I'm not out here swinging on him now because I don't know the whole situation. I went to high school where females fought dudes. Like, straight up was the aggressor. Straight up was the reason why a dude had to even fight back. So, and a lot of times, like, it, the situation is not always what it may seem to be. He's like, she might have stabbed him. Mm-hmm. And the only part I caught was him, was him, him himself returning with the brick. Right. <laughs> now, I done jumped on Buddy Buddy bleeding all over the place. It's like, whoa. whoa right? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> she stabbed me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. But no, um, I mean, I'm, I'm probably more apt to try to do something to cause, like, a, a distraction. <laughs> like, run, girl, the fire alarm going off. Like, I pulled the fire alarm. Man, like, it's a distraction. Nah. The pie, pie's in the face. Why can't you play with two men? Smoke bomb, smoke bomb. Because I, 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 I think about the situations as if it was my sister, if I had a daughter or something like that. I would uh, minimally at least want somebody to try to do something to cause a distraction for them to get away or, or something like that. But, you know, the if this was like the, like the 90s, I confidently would say, like, yeah, I'd probably break it up. But these days, you just don't know what, what you're putting yourself into, like, at all. That's right. I mean, you, you, you do have a point, man. You just never know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Pat Stay. Uh, right. He um trying to break trying to break up an altercation. Yeah, breaking up an altercation. Got stabbed. Died. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even involved. Just there, just looking to help out. Trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Lose your life trying to do the right thing. Potentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a fight like Jonathan Majors broke up, I, I can stop that one. Y'all saw that video? Yeah. I did. <laughs> it's, I it, yeah. He was like dressed like the dad from Good Times. Um. You think it was staged? It was hundred percent, hundred percent staged. Stage? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a video of Jonathan Majors like just coming out of nowhere and stopping yeah. the high school girls in a, in a top fight. Hat. Yeah, in like a top hat, and he looked like a character off a of Fat Albert. Yeah, yeah. It looked, and, like, a, it now looked think, like an after school special, bro. Like, yeah, think how big Jonathan Majors is. He barely song, broke two high school girls apart. High school kids. Yeah, he just filmed Creed three. He's that size. He barely got those two girls apart. Talk about we could do better. Like, <laughs> like bro, you, can, you can throw these girls across the street. <laughs> like, now, if, it's, if, it's, if it's that type of for sure staged, one hundred percent staged. One hundred percent staged. I mean, more power to him, but <laughs> you kids outside going ham. Sound if you <laughs> right. You try to break up that right. fight. Hiya. Now, for me, like family, like. If it's my family, I'm going to war, right? right. So take that mm-hmm. off of the, out of whatever we're talking about. No, no, not if it's if it's somebody I don't know, somebody you don't, I understand know. fully the size of human being that I am, right? So <laughs> <laughs> when when you're my size, you don't just go out and do those reckless type of things. So for no. for me, I'm kind of in the in the Jerry boat, well, not, in, not, in the in the Javel boat of like 
I'm going I'm to say something, no but I ain't, I ain't going there to fight you. No Jonathan Majors. Hey, bro, you sure you want to do that? Right, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be late. The police coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I'm going to say something. <laughs> I ain't going to sit there and watch a record. I think recording oh, is the yeah. whack thing to do. Right. But I'm going to say something. I'm going to call somebody, but I ain't, I ain't going there to fight you, bro. I might throw some chairs down. So, and, so, you so you know. you're not jumping off the porch? Nah, that it ain't. Nah. Cause a God didn't bless me like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's not his calling for me. <laughs> he blessed you with eyes. And, and yeah. You got to be I careful now, though, because tell you what happened. <laughs> not even just that, but like you lo- like if it went viral and now your job found out about it and now yeah. your job, like perception is everything. And you could own, like if your job or your company or whatever is only seeing what's being shown and you're not seeing the whole leading up to events now it's like you could be getting fired for just trying to help somebody out you know i don't know it's just very iffy these days that's why i stay inside <laughs> right what you doing queso this is outside the club outside the club oh um, is that where this was yeah that's i never it. saw the video that's that's where it occurred it was outside a club oh. in houston okay allegedly no it was outside the club no no, no 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 it was but alleged, it happened allegedly, allegedly. It happened. Uh, outside. Now she filmed outside of the club in Houston, but we didn't see the actual. Okay, got it. Brick hitting, striking the face, or nothing like that. We just saw her talking after it. And then, and, oh, and before you answer that, did she like explain how she turned him down? No. Okay, because I feel like that's also a thing that should be talked about. Because at the end of the day, like somebody's always gonna approach you, right? So it sometimes it's how you turn that person down or what's being said. I'm going like, to tell you right now, regardless of how she turned him down, I don't think that the response should be... <laughs> nah, you, the brick, Allegedly. The brick wasn't the answer. Allegedly, though. Like, the brick wasn't the answer, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what, if he, what if he was like, what if he was like, I would have hit you with a brick? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but anyways, what, you would, what would you have done if you saw I'm probably that? going with the distraction commotion standpoint, too. Because you just never know. You run up over there, like I said, you don't know what else, what else. Tool. Could be could be packing. You run over there, turn around, blow. Mm. Like, that's just it. But if it's outside the club, there's probably more people. Hey, cuz, that's a female. Hey, hey. <laughs> man, Somebody else will do it. Female. Hey, bro, hey, man, that's real lame. That's some lame-ass shit, bro. You over here beat. All right, so right. say, you say that. He turning to you. Say you say us, that's some lame-ass shit, they, they coming for you. Say it's <laughs> us four outside the club. And we oh, then like we probably like move in like like slow like like you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, the yeah. thing is like as people are kind of starting to come and surround, if you Hopefully look at your round, I'm thinking like, would. did he just if he's like beating on a female? It's like okay, cool. Like you got like bro, you got to stop. Like you are actively, you know, assaulting, uh, actively assaulting. If you just happen to witness the act, I may have to put his phone out and keep doing some yelling. Have, hey man, have, this is the guy. This is the guy who did it right here. Him. Have you ever have you ever seen anything like that? You ever seen a dude? Or, or even the obviously your homegirl, your your brother's homegirl, telling you about this shit that happened in Detroit. Like, have you ever seen that, like, in front of you? I think one time downtown. I think what? one time downtown there was, was a, there was a couple getting into it. They were fighting in the back seat. <laughs> like, bro, are you are you boosting? I've seen two. <laughs> I see two lesbians fighting downtown. <laughs> uh, one two time. Two red bones kissing. <laughs> My bad, man. Um, but I see two lesbians fighting downtown, man. Were they uh, bad? Huh? Were they bad? Were they red? Oh, they were dyking. Never mind. Wait, <laughs> wait. Okay, so when you said they were dyking, were they dyking because yeah, they were oh, lesbians? Yeah. Or they were like, 
like uh, studs. Like one was a stud, one oh, looked f- more feminine. Yeah, like woman. Okay, so but they were literally throwing hands. hands. Yeah, and like they had just been walking together, and I could tell they was drunk. And then I don't know. Somebody looked at somebody else's phone, mm. and it, it became a physical altercation. That's the only time I've ever seen something like that even remotely close. Did you break it up? Hell to the nah. I sat there, took out my phone, <laughs> threw that shit on Instagram Live, was watching. I'm like, oh my god. But that's a fair fight. In my opinion, yeah. Like, what else was to do? I ain't gonna go break that up. I don't know what's. I I ain't a part of the relationship. Who, who was winning? The uh the stud. Mm. It's still a fair fight. If it's a fair fight, they ain't got nothing to do with me. So if it's fair, you letting it ride. If it's a fair fight, you don't got nothing to do with but me. What if it's a fair fight, but it's lopsided because the person getting beat on? Because that's not a fair fight. <laughs> that's not a fair fight. <laughs> I so mean, if, if if you're like on the ground and they're kicking your head, then you got to say something. But if it's a fair fight, if it's a one-on-one, y'all fighting, that don't got nothing to do with me. Squared up and got beat up. Because what's going to happen is you're going to say something, and then now you got two people trying to fight you because they go together. My thing is... I've been on the, the 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 end of having the fight broken up, and it was a fair fight. And it's just like, again, y- y'all breaking this shit up, but y'all wasn't doing nothing when your homeboy was running his mouth. So now that hands are being thrown, now you want to break this shit up? Nah, don't touch me, because now you're going to get the smoke too. And everybody that touched me is going to get these hands. That's just, I think the That's probably ain't got nothing to do with have. me. You can't even edit that one out, my boy. Valley said it. I mean, no, no offense on that. No, hopefully, mean to offend anybody on that. My bad, but you know. What I really Good luck editing this. That's all I got, man. <laughs> Didn't we tell you to end it better than that? You got anything else? I don't. No. actually came in here thinking that he was going to have a terrible beginning. Lo and behold, a terrible <laughs> ending, man. There was no beginning. We just started talking. Just right. <laughs> you know what? It's better than the, hey guys, welcome back to episode number right. episode of the episode Yep. So, I was, I was actually, you know, we got to go I see that. Yeah, yeah audience, yeah. Respect. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. That's the closing words. <laughs> and make sure you take time to self-reflect and believe in yourself. Because Lord knows we don't. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I was going to say that's <laughs> not. I believe in myself. I don't know which we that is. Um, you guys got anything? Do you want to tell people? Rico, tell people where they can find you. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn.
<laughs> That's it. Go on IG the views at, expressed here at are not they a reflection. underscore can't. <laughs> <laughs> the views expressed here are not a reflection of my employer, my fraternity, or myself. I'm just talking. So I don't believe nothing, nothing that I just said. So y'all can't find me. Hopefully I get invited back. Personality voice. <laughs> Is it live though? I was thinking the same thing, man. Like you gotta, and then, you gotta and, then so. and then he did that. Like he set me up for something. Like no, you're supposed to be like, this is not at all, not at all. Just, I mean, you're quite, you're quite rusty, my guy. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, but we always say it. Like I mean, like for those of you that are still here, man, it's all Valley's fault, right? Hey, man. We just thank everybody for listening. Appreciate Rico for coming out. Queso is here. We got Valley. You know, we appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate y'all. Two G's and a pod. With a side. Queso. And this was episode. This ruined it. Ruined it. Doesn't matter. 42! 55. Well, the mic can't hear you from over there, and we out. This was another interpretation of the situation. Two G's in a pod. With a side. Okay, so. Boy, Valley G. Don't forget to follow us at the session underscore podcast on Instagram. The session underscore podcast on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at the session P. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the session P. And don't forget, this is two G's and the Gizzard.